And hello, everybody. Hello. It's been a bit. It's been a week. But we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, the TPA podcast, Team Petty Asshole. I, Captain Cliff, Ryan, uh, whatever the hell you want to call me, Dumb Whitey. Um, Asia. Or or just white. Yeah, Dumb White. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, Asia, pettiest boss, petty queen. Um, Petty, give her your damn money, queen. Yes. Um, You know, Um, all that stuff. And I mean, I have a link tree in my Twitter bio, and I, and you know, I'm writing articles now, and you know, have like I have many things within that link tree. So if you want to go to that link, and you know, our, wanna... our guys, our favorite tree has her own tree. <laughs> tree thoughts. It's just, tree thoughts. Just anything I feel like that's on my mind, and I just want to write about it. I'm just now putting on a on a blog and. Articles and I have one on Jade Cargill, my first one after seeing her debut. And I, I just... have so much to say about Jade Cargill and that whole match. And I Can't just love miss. that woman. She is my new favorite in she AEW by far. Miss Star. She is so... someone that you should center your women's division and your company around. She has the, the attitude she has to, I mean, her muscles, like, oh my god, like her, her charisma, her the way she flexes, yes. the way she's just so confident in everything she does, her gear, the pavel, just everything about her. I'm in love. I, 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 I'm, I'm in love. Okay, I, I just say, I'm, I'm with Jarveris. Um, instantly, instantly, the first time I saw her, which was on that AEW Dynamite when she confronted Cody, and I was like. And the silver hair and her muscles and how just effortlessly she made things and how she just got in Cody's face and she just mocked and laughed off the brandy. I was like, I'm just, she's a I'm, star. And she's going to take gonna over say, very quickly. I'm just going to say this. Women's wrestling has gotten really fucking good the past few weeks. Yeah. Between- it's really been like throughout all companies too. Like, and just, well, not all companies. I mean, I don't, I'm not, not wrong. No, no. Not raw, not not raw. They are a huge exception. But you look at SmackDown. You have Bianca and Sasha main eventing Wrestle Fucking Mania. Like, ooh, that is amazing. And it, there's so happy. many girls. You have NXT UK where we just saw quite possibly the match of the year so far. Yep. And AEW with this amazing women's um tournament for like AEW Women's Championship with Hikaru Shida. Yes. Like seeing Joshi wrestlers and just seeing them steal the damn show. Hell, I mean, we had another match of the year contender um, just a little bit um, ago with the six woman tag. Yes, and how the best six person tag match I've ever seen. When you said you take that over Evolution, I was stunned. Dude, it's so great! Like it's amazing from she from Hakura Shida versus Emmy, and then you got her like. Vinny and she's doing great things like the moonsault to the outside and how she at one point kicked out of her courage she does on Falcon and then you got Maki who is just so great so powerful yeah I I mean I mean we're gonna see more of her and I'm instantly a fan like two minutes in she's entertaining me by her singing and then she's crying and I'm like I'm I'm already in I and I watched her documentary that's on YouTube and I'm like, oh my god! Like I'm, I have more respect for her, and I love her instantly more. And I just want to follow anything that she's doing or has done. And it's just 
Like she's flipping, she's having a match with Aja Kong and flipping Aja Kong off and just encouraging her to keep hitting her with a fucking trash bin. Like what the fuck? She's great. She's amazing. Um, we were gonna do that in the middle of the show, but do you want to just uh, get to that now and then we'll get to the order? I mean, we can we can come back. To we that, can come but back. Let's to just it. focus on Jade and her awesome debut last night. Yes. And how she is a storm about to take over very soon. Everyone over, should yeah. be prepared how quickly she's going to go in terms of this AEW Women's Division. She's great. If AEW continues to give her these opportunities in which they gave her a big opportunity, teaming with Shaq against Cody Rhodes um, in her first ever match, she's a homegrown talent starting, has no wrestling experience, and coming into this big platform, this big opportunity, and she made the most of it, and she shined so fucking hard last night. She did. Like, her athleticism, her dominance, her charisma, like, the her, down to her her figure four leg lock while fucking posing, uh, doing the Yes! Uh, everything. Yes. The way she makes everything look so good and her is so unique to her own already. This is her first match, by the way. This is her first match. Yes! Her first match. It's a big deal, and she made... Everything looked great. She was incredible. Her doing, her doing a glam slam, and then she pins. She gets up. She gets the win. She gets the pinfall on um, Red Velvet, and then she's pinning Red Velvet while flexing, like she's proving why she's that she bitch so... and why she is going to take off so fucking hard. She... You can tell AEW is so behind her because they gave her such a big opportunity like this, and they were they were preparing her. For this, they were giving us like promo. They were giving her opportunity to showcase her character. They were letting her attack other girls. They were preparing her and her character and showcasing what all she can bring to the table to finally get to last let, night. And she knocked. Let me just put the. Let me just put it this way: in a match where you had Shaquille O'Neal, Jade Cargill was the standout yes. of that entire match. Not Shaquille O'Neal. Jade Cargill. He he did. He did good oh too. no, no, trust me. He did good too. I, every, I, mean, I mean, everyone except Cody, I was so impressed by. Yeah, even Red Velvet. I, I love Red like, Velvet oh too. God, her doing a moonsault. Like, damn. She owned this shit too. And I'm surprised that AEW hasn't signed her yet. But I'm just gonna say this right now. I I want to see Shaquille O'Neal wrestle more. Is it that? I mean, I'm pretty he's, sure he's he's kind of I mean, good. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's gonna wrestle. Um, Paul. Oh Weiss, yeah, and I'll you know I'll be ready for it. He'll probably he'll he'll probably wash his ass. He he's moving so like, good for someone who he, has not wrestled. Like I mean, he's been yeah. training and he's had like matches, but never as good as this. He took table bumps. He took like he yeah. did a, a, an amazing Brody Lee tribute power bomb. Yeah, I popped for that, that so hard. Great. Like this, like Shaquille O'Neal's a real wrestling fan, guy. Like he's not just yeah, doing. He's not just doing. I mean, I get it. It's Shaquille O'Neal because Shaquille O'Neal has the stigma of he'll just do anything for money and to just be on TV. But shouldn't you do anything to get this money? To get this I money, mean, exactly. Like, I mean, I, shit, I respect, I'll do anything. I've I mean, not, the hustle. I, I don't want to do everything to get like you know. I'm not going to sell my soul to the like devil, him, really like him, Snoop Dogg. Like money. they are making brands of themselves. Like they are their own brand at this point. Yeah. And that's awesome. And you know, I have no issues with AEW or any wrestling company wanting to use celebrities to legitimize anyone. And you could tell, like, uh, Jade teaming up 
with Shaq was going to legitimize Jade even more. She benefited even more off of this within her debut. She had an impressive showing. She teamed up with Shaq. She got the winning fall. And you can, and she was so, like, she made everything. Everyone had their eyes on Jade. Like, yes, you, you were like, okay, what's Shaq going to do? You know, people are interested in Red Velvet. But everyone had their eyes on Jade and was willing to see what, how she's going to do. This is her first match ever. Is she going to sink or swim? And she fucking took off like. She, 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 she owned the fucking night. It's not even sink or swim. She got out of that water and she just flew. She owned the fucking night. She owned everything. Like I don't want to say like I don't want to say rush her to the title, but man, give her oh, give her the know, world. I, I mean, don't get like keep giving her opportunities for her to get to the title. Like give her a few with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Give her a few with. I mean, she wants to face Nyla Rose. She said in the interview that she wants to face Nyla Rose. In which Nyla Rose and like, that she feels like they can go toe to toe, and it's two powerhouses in the ring. In which the way they booked Nyla Rose, she's like their own kind of like. You know, monster character. Yeah, they, they're hitting her back and now you have Jade, who can be like, I mean, their their version of China. I mean, she admires China. She is she was inspired by China, and that's why she wanted to do wrestling because of China. And she saw China with the muscles and all that. And she's like, you know what? I got muscles too, and you know, I'm. Like I'm great, and I admire my beauty and everything about me. If I, if China can do um, all these great things and be, you know, all muscular yeah. and feminine at the same time, Jay was inspired by mm-hmm. that. That's great. Like, just she is gonna take She's over. Gonna take over, and everyone. Uh, she yeah. Like, She's the next big thing in AEW, without question. Like I want to see her versus. Um, big swole. I yes. want to see her versus Thunder. Rosa. In which case, I, I just want to see. I just, I, I, I just want to mention. Can I just mention? I just want to see Big Swole in general. Where the fuck has she been? Yeah. And Big Swole has been retweeting know. this shit, and he's been retweeting people asking where Swole has been. I, I don't know, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I mean, when, when they bring her back, I want to see her and Jay go toe to toe because I know that's going to be great. The attitudes alone. Them both, I mean, they're both being swole with the muscles. Oh, yeah. Can we get a can we get and a flex then, off? Yeah, like I just know it's all gonna be great. Her versus Thunder Rosa, her versus Riho. I just know yeah. she is gonna make everything look like her promo skills and everything, her presentation. She knows how she's supposed to act and how she's supposed to um look every time you see her. You know what? I'm just gonna ask this question right now because you know, for the past few months. I've been thinking about, it, but you know what? After this episode, do you think the AEW women's division is officially complete? Like they, like they've got their. Shit I don't think they're complete, but I think they're on the right. Like they're gaining. Yeah, the like right you're getting like they're making not making stars, Jade. but like they're capitalizing on stars. Thunder Rosa, Hikaru Shida, like they have booked her so strong as champion. Like she is, the, like she is. Yeah. Like you can believe her as the face of that women's division. At this point, just give just give her the book. And yeah, because she, she produced that whole tournament. Yes, especially the Joshi side. She and it's, and all the matches have been like good to great. Bangers. Bangers. Yeah, good to great to amazing to holy fucking short. Created so many stars within this tournament. And now you have so many people are interested in the likes of uh, Rio Mizunami. Uh, um, Rio Mizunami, Rio, yeah. 
She yes, was a breakout and, and star of this tournament. Yes, and Maki, and then you know Yuka and and uh, Emmy, like all these girls. Like there's, it's not just one star shining; it's multiple stars shining within this tournament. And so, give your flowers to Kurashita and um, her producing this tournament because man, it is all like give her the book. She is amazing. She knows what the fuck she's doing. And she looks amazing in a white suit. And then you also have, you know, I mean, they're reheating um, Nala Rose back up. I mean, Tynera Conti, she got some yeah. shine. I mean, Thunder Rosa, like, it was just everything they're doing with this tournament. And then you got the likes of Red Velvet capitalizing on this opportunity, and she did great last night, too. And, like, her moonsault to the outside, like, I didn't know, like, I knew she was good, and I saw the stuff she was doing on AEW um, Dynamite and AEW Dark and how she's been improving and, like, you know, continue to grow and all that stuff. But, like, when she did the moonsault, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I see you. I see you. And then Jade, like, damn. And you got, you got black women legitimizing and making the double chicken ring look amazing from jazz to bianca belair and now great cargill i love that move so much because all three of those women are like strong fierce strong great badass badass. type of bitch women badass man they will kick your shit and you know they can kick your shit because they've been in fights and they will beat your ass and they so fucking confident, and they're not gonna apologize to because of what they who the fuck they are. They're not gonna apologize because they're so fucking confident, mm-hmm. and you're folks so fucking offended. Mm-hmm. And they all do it in different ways. So great, yeah, because Jade does the sit out version. Well, not just that, but them being badass women that are gonna kick your ass, but so confident at the same damn time. They all do it in different ways. And I love how she calls her finishing move jaded. Jaded, yes. It's so good. I- I'm just I- I'm just ready. I'm re- and she got much too. Yes. Now. So does Red Velvet too. Yeah, son. In fact, a lot of like a lot of their women have merch. Like honestly, I'm I'm gonna say this right now. AEW's not perfect, but they're kind of been warming warming up to me a little bit lately. This woman's turn I mean, to me. This woman's turn. Yeah, put out way better legendary. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That. Jesus. So you know they're on the right track. You know, uh, stop the petty shit because Tony Khan once again did his little weird shit. Yeah. But that was on impact and you know all that shit. But other than that, you know, right direction, especially I'm especially just, with I'm, the I'm women, especially with the women. Probably. I'm just ready. I'm just ready for. I'm just ready for her to take over. She's going to take over. She's that good. She's that much of a star. She's that big. Uh, literally one she's match in and I'm already like, like she's my girl. Like she's she's in my top. No, she was my girl the first time I saw her. I mean, I, liked, I was... loved her the first time I saw her, but I hadn't seen like everything of her yet. I hadn't seen her wrestle yet. So, okay, let's see how she is in the ring. Okay, yeah, she's great. <laughs> you know? And that's the thing, like, with me, because, like, it was, like, the same thing with Bianca, because when I saw Bianca, it was, like, I knew how powerful she was, and then the attitude on top of that, that's what fully won me over. When she was, like, shitting or, like, bitching out Dakota Kai verbally in that one backstage segment, and then, you know, she did that honeymoon Mm -hmm. segment. Right, oh, yeah. 
like she was running down the NXT girls. It was like them having such charisma and so much attitude. Um, attitude just won me over. It's great. And then I knew they were so powerful in the ring. I knew they was athletic and everything, but it was just so powerful what all they can bring to the table and they're living up to the hype and exceeding expectations and blowing people away and I love that. It's not even attitude actually, it's confidence. I think that'd be the best thing. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not apologizing for being there. Hell yeah. So So yeah, that's my thoughts on her. And you know, check out my article on my blog that I posted. It's really good. It's really good. And and you say Yeah. All right, so now let's go in order. Because we got I mean, we're talking about black women making history. We got we do gotta talk about one almighty black man making history. Yeah. After sixteen years. Has it really been sixteen years? Since two thousand five, so yeah. Sixteen years oh of God. not being a world champion in the WWE. He won he won child's titles and impact. Um, but he finally did it. Bobby Lashley is your new WWE champion. The Miz's title reign lasted eight days. Eight days. Before we get to Bobby Lashley, Miz, good on you. You tried. Look, okay. Here, here's my thing. At least Miz finally got it. Exactly. I'm happy for him on that. And, and number two, he made the most out of that whole raw when it, like, trying to avoid Bobby Lashley. You can tell he knew it was coming to an end. He was scared, and he was trying to avoid Bobby any way he can. Yeah. In which, um, like, trying to say he had bubble guts and um, trying to get, like, run away from the match. It was the story of the whole thing. count out when. Like, the, the bubble guts thing. I'm bubble like, guts. okay, at least make it seem like. like, he was, like you were just fine in the beginning of the show. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you got. Like, and then and he said, I've been throwing up all day. If that's the case, then why are you showing us the law? At least make it seem like you're actually not lying. At least make it believable. Come on. So I'm like, okay, and then he gets himself counting out, and then like he he does, he even tried to get Drew McIntyre. He was like, look, I want like he tried to make it seem like he wants Drew to come in to get revenge on Bobby, but Drew is like, uh-uh, I ain't here for the fuck shit. You're gonna go on this on your own. I got my own shit to worry about. Exactly. And so, Miz, he was on his own. It was a lumberjack match in the main event, finally, and he tapped out, and Bobby Lashley is your new dirty champion. Uh, uh, yes. Your third black dirty champion. I'm so the happy Rock, for him. Kofi Kingston, and now Bobby Lashley. It was a powerful moment. It was amazing. He, he deserves business. it. I, I, I can't say anything else other than, like, He's he deserves it. what? Because... Say what we will about Lashley, his work as a boy has been really good. We can have our conversations about his political views. And yes, those are valid too. If people don't want to cheer for him because of that, fine. But number one is black men make, it's black people making history. On the first first day after Black History Month, no less. Yes, that too. And number two is also the fact that you, he has put in the fucking work. He's went through a lot of things in his fucking wrestling career. I mean, we started with his first one in Dirty E and what he went through. Yeah. He has put in the fucking work. He's been on the grind. And, and I don't even get me started on his TNA work, especially with MVP. Like, him really yeah. developing a really good heel character. Like, being a badass champion, putting on really good matches as well. Yeah. The guy is good. He's- and then, like, 
let's go through let's no let's go through the no let's go through the shit that he had to go through when he came back to WWE. Oh my god, don't even get me. Oh, the Bobby Sisters thing. The Lana The Lana thing. You had a little bit of a um like silver lining with the Leo Rush thing. I thought that was really good. Lashley. 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 That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That the Leo stuff was great. And obviously him showing his butt cheeks was always always a good thing. No, 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 no. No. Like, he, <laughs> no he took a lot of shit in his first run and in his second run. And to see him finally get but, but to then, the moment. But then what happened? The hurt business happened. Most specifically MVP. MVP. And now MVP. let's just take MVP. the time to thank Montel Vontavious Porter for what he has done for not only like not only for Bobby Lashley, but for this business in general and for all those men involved. For, for hot business, because but let's go back to TNA. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and Bobby Lashley. For great, why that group wrestling. is so fucking successful. They got they got all the titles, and all, they, for, they all, all four titles. of them are shining. All four of them are shining right. It's great, and and let's go back to TNA because who was there for Bobby Lashley when he won his titles there too? MVP. Like, I respect that man so much. I like he has done such great things for the hurt business. Like his promos, his just everything about him, the way he carries himself. Um uh do you know about the promo he cut in TNA where he talked about like that like the really controversial one? Uh I think so, yeah. Like like where he basically said how like thug in this country is another word for the n-word and he actually said the n-word and stuff yes. like that it's actually mm-hmm. going on like a big rant so like mvp has just like he's put in the work and i'm i'm proud of him as well like it feels like the proud daddy you know finally getting his moment too you could tell because like they were doing videos and mvp just looks so happy like so like, yeah just great. praising him saying that no one can take away from this fucking moment like he was and also, just and also, I'm pretty him. Sure, and also, I'm pretty sure MVP isn't mega, so you know, I feel a little happier for him. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Because he got he got on he got on someone for being for praising Hulk Hogan. Ah, uh, there you go. And you know, saying he's has been trashing Donald Trump. So yeah, he's been yeah, no, that yeah, he he's in the clear. But, but yeah, even please. even but even then I'm like all Bobby said was like I mean he just said that he, he like he was with Trump for the mania thing and he he didn't seem to have a race uh, like he wasn't racist or you know didn't have a racist bone in his body which that's stupid I mean that's coon shit that's hella coon shit that's still coon that's still coon shit but um you know I as, as long as that motherfucker hasn't donated money to that motherfucker I mean you can have conversations of him and his political views at the end of the fucking day, but also acknowledge that he does deserve and he deserves earned his, for many years have earned this, and he's put in the work. He's great. He's been great he's, in this role. He's evolved, and you know, one of the frustrating things about Bobby lately was that he was so fucking OP in the mid-card. I was like, if you're gonna do this with him, put him in the main event scene. 
Because why is he being so OP in the mid card and just, you know, him, the whole thing with Apollo and him just squashing Apollo in the end of the feud. The whole thing with Keith Lee. Um, I mean, I don't give a fuck about Matt Riddle, but yeah, he was squashing the fuck out of Matt Riddle. So it was like, okay. But then then guess who won the U.S. But who won the U.S. title in the end? Matt Riddle. Yeah, so I was like, if you're going to do this with him, move him to the main main event scene because it's not making sense why you're doing this, but He's in the mid card. So, and then they eventually did. And he played. He fits there. Like, he fits there. So, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy that he's got this. Um, I mean, I'm not a full fan of him, but still, I'm happy that history has been made. And hopefully, I mean, this is not the end. Dirty should still take more steps to trust within black wrestlers. And it shouldn't take. It shouldn't take decades. It shouldn't take, like, capitalize when someone's fucking hot and they got all the tools to get to there. Because why does Bobby Lashley have to prove himself, but yet Drew McIntyre, he instantly gets it. I mean, who have we had as, as champions lately? I mean, not counting just now, but, like, just recently. We've had Bobby Lashley. We've had The New Day. We've had Street Profits. Sasha Banks. Um, like, yeah, Bianca Belair with the Rumble win. Cedric and Shelton. Yes. You know, it's looking it's looking good, and I I want more. Like I would love to see more. Like it's great to we, see. The wrestling world got long ways to go when it comes to diversity and representation, and and black people or black talents as a whole getting their things because black talents are the most creative. They are so great in the ring. They're so athletic. They can take great bumps. They can. Add so much more to the wrestling business, but because the wrestling business is so fucking white and it's so fucking white dominated, and only white people can fucking mean something to this fucking world, it's and Jim it's, Ross literally. It's caught, like we, said, um, we Jim Ross literally wait. said that to uh, somebody. I remember. I don't like, care about what you, I'm literally saying it, and it comes. It means more when it comes to my mouth because I'm a black person. The yeah. fact that we, the black wrestling fans in the black community, we have to wait and we have to be patient for when black people in this wrestling world get their things like Bianca, like Bobby Lashley, like Kofi Kingston. We have to wait so fucking long and be so fucking loyal to this wrestling business and it's so draining and so exhausting and then when they finally get to the moment we celebrate it like it's no other. Imagine us as like us as wrestling fans if there was no pandemic just having a, a party of some form or a celebration of Bobby Lashley, a celebration for Bianca, a celebration for Street Profits, a celebration for her business as a whole, them getting their things. And I want more wrestlers to get that. I want Montez to get it, get to be dirty champion because he has all the tools to be that, to be a single star in this company. And to, he is so funny, he's charismatic, he's great in the ring. Athleticism, great bumper. He can talk. He got it all. My um, Angelo Dawkins too. Yeah. Apollo, Big E. Yes. yes. There's so much. I want Kofi to get it again. I, I want that. Xavier to get a singles run. There's so much, and there's so much more. So it shouldn't just be limited. There should be more getting this. And I hope they get it. And we're going to be loud for them. 
awesome. And it's it's just the beginning, guys. It's just the beginning. That's the and best speaking part. of which, speaking of other black talents, I mean, we had Big E in his Chronicle, or his I, 24, I should say. I loved it. I Biggie is one of my guys. I mean, he's always been one of my guys, but he's like top five for me. He might be my favorite male wrestler going right now. He's he's been my guy, but after I watched it, I had a newfound because respect. because this wasn't about Biggie. This was about Etor. I got to learn about yes. Etor for the first time, and yes. Etor, I love Biggie, but Etor might be my favorite wrestler uh, going right now because he seems like one of the coolest, most genuine, hardworking dudes ever. And just like his passion, his love for the business, and just how like, he wanted to prove himself and prove who he is as a character, as his personality, and but yet he never got the shine to fully do that early on in his wrestling career. They hindered him. So he got especially in that like, especially in that was, icy title reign. They hindered him. Yeah, he was just there. He was just floating. I mean, he was just he would have a run, but nothing was really happening until he got to the new day. And when he got to that, and they let him let them be as great as they were, he was finally was able to show his personality and how entertaining and funny and charismatic he is. Like, and it's just so powerful, all three of them. How you have a great connection with them, all three of them. They can all succeed together. They can all shine. They're just all funny. They all it's a brotherhood, and everything they achieve together. The accolades, the accomplishments, the, all these like funny segments, like how they transcended, how they're so great and so dominant in the tag team division and these great feuds and moments they have had. And he added so much to that. And it always pissed me the fuck off when people were like, oh, they, they, they shouldn't be having, or especially with Kofi's reign, when people are like, Kofi, I can't take Kofi seriously because he's throwing pancakes and he's and he, and this and the third. And I'm like, um, but you're uh-huh. willing to take this from you willing to take this from Kurt Angle, who's a white, willing to take it from DX, who are whites, willing to take it from Kenny Omega and Elite and the whitest version of the Bullet Club, who are white. Mm. You willing to take it from the Young Bucks? You willing to take it? The only person y'all are willing to take it who is a minority, who is a top guy, is the Rock. That's the only one y'all are not offended over who is a minority. And, and that's because the Rock, he's quote-unquote transgender race. He does not fully accept or he does not fully define himself as black. He is not fully black. So anyone that's fully black, y'all offended that they're, that they're not always angry all the fucking time, how they're not always serious, how they are always, how they're funny and how they're choking. Black people can't have fun. That's the moral of this. Black people are not supposed to be having fun. It's supposed to be white people having fun. And, and, my, and you know, non-black people are just racially ambiguous black people. Anyone that is fully black in the wrestling business apparently cannot have fun. They cannot show personality and be entertaining and this, that, and the third. But yet when they're being all serious, when they're being all um, angry all the fucking time and just not showing personality or entertaining, then y'all don't give a fuck. That's what happened to Biggie in his first reign or, his, or when he was IC champion. No one gave a fuck. No one was fully behind him. Dirty did not want to showcase him and his abilities. And then 
we or the wrestling community or the wrestling fans did not give a fuck about him. I gotta, uh, I gotta tell some of my grandma. I'll be right back. You can talk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, and so it's like, why y'all want him to go back to that? Now he's a single star, and now that he is as IC champion, he can do both. He can be serious when he's confronting his opponents, but in the most in in entertaining way. But he can also do that when he's in the ring dominating people. But also he can be entertaining in certain settings where it's like him laying on the couch while eating um, um, TV dinner and, and having his own refrigerator and all that stuff. He can, he can have it. He can do it all. He's multi, he's layered. Why can't we have, why can't wrestling be fun sometimes? It does not need to be serious all the fucking time. You need people like Biggie to lighten your day and to make you laugh and want you to enjoy wrestling and want you to see see him get his thing. He should be getting his things. And I'm glad that he has taken a slow time with building him as a single star within this IC title program. So then when he gets into the main event scene within a year or two, it feels authentic. But he's having fun along the way. And I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying and just also the fact that he's a great person. You have so many people rooting for him and proud of him. I mean, from Xavier and Kofi to um, Bailey to everyone is rooting because rooting for him because he's such a great guy. To the point in which he started a Kickstarter, wanting to educate little black boys and little black girls on history of black of the black culture and everything within it, so that those black girls and black boys don't have to go into their fucking 20s finally learning their history. He he wanted to start a Kickstarter and they finally reached their goal within a couple days of wanting to educate the um the youth of the black community. And I'm so happy for that. And I'm so happy for him and proud of him for doing that and using his platform to getting to this level. It's amazing. I... He's he deserves he's, it. Like he, he should be given the world because everything about him from him behind the scenes to New Day with the Black um Black History Month gear or you know Brianna Taylor and like doing um like honoring the black ta- black people that died for injustice deaths to this Kickstarter to being entertaining to being great in the ring just everything about him. Is everything you want to root for? Not only so, so not so not only is he great at everything he does, and is like one of the top five everything he does. He will also use that greatness and where he is to use his platform to make things better. He's going to use his platform in a positive way for the company, for himself, for for black people, for like for like everything. Like he cares because he wants to add on. He wants to he do wants more. To- he wants to always give more. He is, he's, he's amazing. Like he is who you want to put all your stock in as a top guy. He has everything. Yes. He has everything. I, I, Etor. He is like the hardest working. He's most charismatic. Like he's got it all. He's great across the board. And- he always knocks it out. Knocks it out the park. I mean his his stuff with. Seamus, and now I love it. Apollo Cruz. Oh my God! Like this, this Biggie Apollo Cruz feud is amazing. I Apollo Cruz's new gimmick is amazing. 
oh my god him as like the um like just re- like just accepting and just like you know being proud of his heritage and just you know being just so proud and now i gotta do something again i'll be right back damn it yeah but oh like yes like i'm just I, I'm so happy for him for everyone to see who he is and that I gain a newfound respect for him. I want to root for him even more now and for him to eat, get more things, for him to get, he's having this great IC title run and this great feud with Apollo, for him to face more talent, like for him to face Seth Rollins and face um, Cesaro and for him to eventually face Roman Reigns or him to face Daniel Bryan. I want him to get this long longevity run within him being a single star and eventually work his way up to the main events team. I want him to maybe main event or not or win the Royal Rumble next year. I, I want him to it. get it all. He is so great that I, he should be getting. I like that they're taking the time with him, though. I like that they're taking the time with him, and like we can yes. just grow. With it, him. it feels authentic, and they're not rushing him to the top. They they're slowly building him up. They're giving him a great. They're giving him a much better IC title reign than he could that he could have yes, ever gotten in 2014 because they weren't going to yes, let him have it. And it's also it's one of those things with WWE right now is that no one's noticing it really, but it's like. Yeah, there are certain talents that are not booking well and all that stuff, like Mustafa and, and Naomi and all that. But you notice it with Big E now. You notice it with The Miz. You notice it with Bobby. And you notice it with Sasha and all that. Is that everyone eventually is going to get their moment. Everyone eventually is going to get their turn. Everyone and also, not to, mention, to big not to mention, for the most part, they're just letting them be, them, be themselves. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Drew McIntyre too. Yeah, that, like, too. Everyone is getting their time to shine. And be it's authentic and be themselves. It's going to take Great. years. It's going to take a while. But they, had Big, they had Big E just sitting out there watching SmackDown on a comfy ass couch with a lamp, yeah. some and, like some TV, TV dinner. Like they gave and, this man like the treatment. I'm like, he deserves it. That's right, King. And then meanwhile, he's telling Apollo, go back to fucking catering. <laughs> As he's eating his TV dinner. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Great. But yeah, I'm just so, I'm so happy about that. And then Apollo with his, his character now and being basically a Nigerian prince or king Great. and embracing that, turning up to the next level Beautiful. within himself. It's like, you knew Apollo. He had he had the athleticism. He had the in ring ability. He had something, but he was also missing something along the way. And which you felt like they they were going to give it to him at certain points, but also they weren't fully ready because he didn't have fully it. Right. But but it was like, and especially within the last year, he was getting better on the mic. He just felt like like this new person. Like he slapped up. Um, Adrade, he won the U.S. title. He was having this, these matches, but um, the triple threat he had, yeah, where he like he did that sick ass moonsault to the outside, yes, and he and mean, was the star of the MVP, match. His match with MVP, which he had a great showing in that, and then the match with Alistair Black, like he was putting on these great matches, and he was having the, like improvement on the mic, and just had this new charisma to him. And so, then SmackDown, SmackDown is that Apollo, show. He, 
he had this feud with Bobby Lashley, and then he's moved over into SmackDown, and it feels like, you know, you see the things on Talking Smack, and, you know, his interactions with Big E, and now culminating to him having this new character, and him turning heel, and it's just, it's just, again, it's great to see him finally get it, for him to finally awesome. get his things, and I wouldn't be mad if he gets the title. I would not no, be mad. No, I don't either. Because he is just, it, it's, just, again, it's great to see it's great to see good people good talents getting their things and getting pushed and and i hope that goes towards naomi too i hope she gets it because she she should not be losing straight up to in a in a short way on no. raw like you you building her like continue like don't do that don't go 10 like you're going five steps forward and then you're going 10 steps back with her that's fucking ridiculous Seems like they. Tw- has, it seems like she has a open. great fan base. She's good as a person. You have everyone praising her. She's like her her gears, her athleticism, and how she's so fun. She's another one in which you want to just watch her because she's so fun and she's so entertaining. And she has all this personality and she's just so likable. She's so charming. It is great, and it's like. And it's just it's just so frustrating because like again, while Dirty is at capitalizing on certain stars. And they're finally giving them their their just due. Then they continue to continuing to waste and not fully capitalizing on Naomi. And it's like, what what's the issue here? The like triggers. she's right there. She's fucking money. She's someone you can't sit around. She trends, with she trends every time she comes back. Exactly. Like outside of wrestling, she transcends the business. Legitimately, she has transcended business as far as like on the internet and trending and getting eyes on her. Yeah, like trending after she came back from the Rumble and had Kiki Palmer and Gabrielle Union and like a lot of like non casual stars. Stars. Yes. She had Kiki Palmer wanting to want to play her. You know how huge that would be if that ever happened? Do and then you know Kiki Palmer would knock the shit out for out of that because she's a great. And then the whole world, and then the whole world would know who Naomi is. Dude, like she has everything to be up there with or or up there with the four horsemen. She just never has gotten the opportunities to. She's never gotten to do what like Charlotte's and the Beckys and Sasha's and Bailey have done. She just always, she's always been great. But Dirty has always prioritized someone over her, whether it was, you know, AJ or Paige or the Bellas or now the four horsewomen or or Alexa or not. It's always she's great, but there's someone over her to want to get the push, whether that person is great or not. Exactly. And it's just frustrating, but I, I know she's going to get it. I know she will. Right. And I and I know she's so patient, and I know she's just gonna continue to work on her craft to get better, and just and, and just prove why she's so great, and she deserves better. With point blank, period. Naomi deserves better. Always has. No, uh, since day one, since since the whole thing when she was about to win the title, and then she couldn't because she got injured. Since you know when. Since, since 2013, I thought she should have fully got it there, but because they wanted to have Nikki break the record, she couldn't. 2016, she found, oh, 2017, she finally got it, but then they did nothing with her reign. Like, they gave her the belt and did nothing with it and wanted to focus on welcoming committee and Italia and then uh, and all that shit. And, like, they continued to erase her. 
and she is just so fucking creative and innovative. Like, there's so much she can do. I mean, with the glow gimmick, and then she wants to team up with Bianca, and then like that's so she wants to go down to NXT and help those girls and work with those girls. When she was getting wasted on the wall, she was like, I want to go to NXT and work with Bianca because there's so much we can fucking do. Exactly. Like, it, it's just, she has all what it takes and it's so frustrating. But I'm going to still chill her on because I know she's going to get to that level. It, she's going to get to it. She's going to get yeah. it. Like, the cream rises to the top at the end of the day. I'm sorry. That's how it's only so long you can keep her down and she's going to do it. She is going to take over. She is going to prove why she is the best. Like, she's going to do there's, it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She is the best. No one can doubt. Like, I, I was so frustrated when they didn't want to do Bailey versus Naomi one-on-one going to WrestleMania. Because I feel like they could have, like, that was the first time ever they had a lot of juice into that that they could have gone into their feud with. It's just they had chemistry at Super Showdown and it was just everything. Even if Naomi didn't win, I still wanted it. Cause it's just a big opportunity for her. It's a big and she never has she has expressed that she has never had a big feud. Like she has had feuds, mm-hmm. but whether it's Dirty dropping the ball on said feud like the Cameron one or or her facing AJ or the or um just like she is or the Charlotte one in 2017 she has never fully had a great big feud in her career and there's no reason for her not to have that yet she, like imagine her in because we saw her. because no we saw a preview of it with Mandy Rose yeah we saw but how good we saw dog. how good her storytelling can be with Mandy Rose and like how yes. memorable those, those segments were how memorable yes. those were like imagine her in Hell in a Cell matches and elimination chambers and 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 her yeah. like imagine with it. her with her innovation with the way she just creates like like in that ring she is innovative she like she moments. does like she does some stuff I've never seen anyone do legitimately she creates fucking moments mm-hmm. she creates magic and it's like. I'm just, I just hope she gets it one day and I'm going to just continue to chill, chill on because she deserves it. She's under for years and she deserves it. And just, yeah, that, that's just how yeah. I feel on that. And okay. just black talents um, and just everyone getting that just due. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just how I feel about everything. Um, Want to talk about Mustafa Ali? being U.S. champion, or the idea of him being U.S. champion? Hello? Okay, I'm back. And that's the last time. Okay, we're all set. I had to fix our dinners. Okay, so we want to talk about Mustafa Ali. Yes. Oh, uh, being... you want to do that first, or you want to talk about the the Charlotte Oscar stuff? Um, let, let's talk about Mustafa, and then we'll get to Charlotte Oscar. Okay, Mustafa King, he's a king. Yes, and he got yes. and he got a big win tonight uh, on Raw yes. against uh, against the the bro idiot, uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Um. Yes. In which Riddle completely fucked up the spot. Thanks. Yes. Um, but the main thing is that Mustafa Ali beat the United States champion, in which we just got to point out how 
Well, along with how great Mustafa Ali has been, just with his promos, with his character, with his raw talks, everything he does, they book him. Maybe they don't book Retribution great, but they book him like a million books. He book, never loses. They don't book Retribution great, but name me the last time Mustafa Ali, since Turning Hill, has taken or has taken a defendable loss, like pinfall submission loss. They protected Besides, him. I mean, maybe, but I mean, um, that. The pay per view they just had. Yeah. The pay per view they just. I mean, besides that, when's the last time he took a defensive loss? They're protecting him. They protect him. And they're using it in the story. Like, Mustafa's getting on them saying they can't get shit done. And so it's like, I mean, they should still book Retribution as a whole as a big deal. Mm -hmm. But still, they're giving Mustafa Ali, um, like, they're giving him raw talk and letting him go off on there. His Twitter game, his, oh, um, God, his Twitter promos. He's, him he's getting up there with Bailey with best best wrestling Twitter right now. Yes, when when they let him compete in the ring, and we know why he's not competing in the ring consecutively because he we revealed he got a partial, um, like he got or he has a torn uh I think PCL yeah torn PCL yes yeah yeah so whenever he is wrestling. They're letting him have long consecutive matches to let you know how great he is in the ring. He and he proves that. You see how like how he's adding to his moveset as a heel, how, how great he is as a bumper, as a seller, how he's just doing the damn thing. He's doing the damn thing. I mean, his finisher being now the Koji clutch. Right. Exactly. for a while now. I love it. And the top rope um backstab. Yeah. Which he hit perfectly on Ricochet, by the way. Yeah, because Ricochet, I mean, I could say a lot about him. I said a lot about him last week. Why you, why you, why you bold? But I mean, he's still a good seller and he's still a good bumper. He's great. He shows up. He's great. He shows up there. He just don't show up anywhere else. But um, Matt, um, the the real one is just. Mm. I mean, just just put that belt on on Mustafa because he is again another great talent in which. He's, I mean, he's great as a person. You see him using his platform. He just has his um, great personality, like great character, and then you. He's quick with it too. Yeah, uh, like, can, like during promos, if, if like something happens, he can just like he he knows what he's doing on that mic. Yeah, and then you know, I mean, he's not afraid to clap back and tell these racist fans to go the fuck off and like you know and just own them. And not in that edgy on them. I mean, but it, I mean, it's an edgy on them, but it's the right edgy on them. Like you're fucking racist, or you. I mean, you got a fucking. You were just out here trying to get the penis pump, or whatever the hell. Get the fuck <laughs> off of here. He just exposes his fans. Yeah, and it's like, how are you gonna come at him as? How are you gonna come at the king? But meanwhile, you just being trash overall. It's like, I mean. It's so funny to see. He just owns them and just, and then him in the ring, like, he'll, he, he's proven that he's more than just being a great wrestler. I knew he always was going to be more than just a great wrestler, but he's fully proven that, especially as a heel. Great. So, like, you know, um, give him the title and he's going to do a lot. He's going to fully put a lot into that U.S. title ring. Because this U.S. Taiwan has dropped so much since Apollo won it. it really but like, but um, but give him the belt. 
And, you know, he's going to go in on fucking Hulk Hogan. He's going to go in on all the people who has held this belt and has... Um, he's going to go in on it. the United States. <laughs> yeah, because United States... He gets, to, he gets to say that I represent the United States of America. Meanwhile, he's not the he's not the he's not the demographic of America. He, he he's not the face anything. that Americans want to be representing yeah. them. It, yeah, he he's not what America is all about. And it's amazing how he's a heel in all this, by the way. I mean, I'm not gonna boo him. Why would I boo him? In which I want to like, do please with the whole Copenhagen thing. I'm oh like, yeah, that's the only time I boo him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like, dude, chill. But I'm not gonna boo. He him. like Copenhagen. He just like Copenhagen sucks. He does his job well, but it's like I have so much respect and love and and everything right. for him, and I want him to see that. I and 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 his reasoning and his story against Kofi yeah. like it's good. Like, yeah, you as a minority empathize with him being a minority and being held down in the company in the system. And, and so he in his mind, and he in his mind, and he in his mind feel yeah, like you of all people should feel how, how I feel. But then you know it's like that whole dichotomy. So it's like you know I, I'm just again give it to him. I'm gonna continue to sing his praises and everything about him because he is just so he's fucking. Incredible. He's one of the um, best going right now. Okay, yes. let's talk about Charlotte Oscar. All right. Shit. That's next on Oscar, that's next on our okay. thing. So Okay, so you know, Oscar was on the show because we know what happened with her last week. She got she got her teeth kicked out by Shayna. No, like no like yeah, that Shayna did it on accident. You know, she checked on her, all that all that everything's fine. Everything's good in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'd probably be on the show by next week or in a week or two. But they Fully now establishing the feud with Charlotte and Oscar, in which last week Charlotte she accidentally hit Oscar. Oscar was upset about that. They have a little rough. It seems like their team is done. And this week, Charlotte cut a promo in the ring saying how she respects Oscar. She's loved that Oscar was the Rollins champion because of all the work she put in and all that stuff. And she was willing to wait her turn going to WrestleMania. I know Charlotte waiting her turn funny right but she <laughs> she said that she waited her time and she was like okay bianca chose sasha staring at the lights let's look at who's challenging oscar for the belt i mean she, i mean, she, I, mean I mean she has been staring at the lights you know yeah so like he, she was like who's challenging oscar for the belt and she was like nobody and she was like i thought about it i thought about it and I'm gonna fully now go after the Rollins championship I, and go after. I thought Oscar. about it, and now I'm going to um, impose my dominance on this division and ruin it. Exactly, exactly, and go be Oscar for probably the third time. I'm tired of limiting myself. <laughs> you know all that bullshit. Look, I like the promo. I'll give her that. I like these last two promos with her because they're real. They they feel genuine, especially the recent one. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the long wig that was really good. Mm-hmm. Like you can relate. I, mean, I prefer to, that uh, one because they were really. You good can one. relate to having a moment with your with your dad and which or your your mom or, or your parents and which they still in your spotlight or they're making it all about them when it's supposed to be about you and like you having an intense argument with them and you're trying to check them. You can relate to that, and I think everyone related to that, and they were like, "Okay, Charlotte," and it's like. You know, she had real emotion. You just felt like she she was legit in the moment, and that was legit them talking. 
it was great. You know, so um, like, you know, I mean, still, I don't want to see Charlotte Oscar because I'm tired. Like, their their chemistry don't hit in order for me to want to see another match. I mean, I, just I mean, I, I'm just I've seen enough. There are certain women where the chemistry hits, like with Charlotte and Bailey, with Oscar, Sasha, where like they, they can wrestle like ten, eleven times. I'm fine with Sasha watching Bailey, them. I'm fine with Sasha. watching them, but like with Charlotte yeah. Oscar. Can do that. Most of their matches are forgettable. The only Charlotte. one that I can go back to is maybe the SmackDown one, and even then, like it's the SmackDown one. Why the fuck would which, they take the title off Oscar? But you know, because ha- because the main event needs to have two women's title matches in order for Becky the closest. No, it, no, no, you know, here's what it, well, that and it also needs something to make Charlotte feel needed. Yeah, <laughs> but she can bring something to the dance, right? But ultimately, in the end, it was about Becky having two belts. Exactly, which is, I mean, like... So, so like, you know, they only had one great match to me. The first one, the Mania 34 one, was overrated. And every other one, um, after the 35 one, the the one... But but Asia, Charlotte did a Spanish fly. And it's an ugly Spanish fly. I mean, Lacey got a better Spanish fly than her. Ali did a better Spanish fly than her. Took one figure eight in that WrestleMania 34 match. Like, without sorry, without even fun. working on the legs. I mean, the match is good, but it's like it's the fu- y'all overrated because it's the first time touching. The streak is on the line. It's WrestleMania. That's it. Despite the fact the match makes no fucking sense towards Oscar tapping out. No, it doesn't. So it's like so I, I'm 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 checked out. I don't. See, I mean, they were wrestling just last year. And Sean was just dominating and beating Oscar without actually facing her for the title. It's like, and, and I was already tired. I was like, I don't, I don't need to see another one. I don't. I get it. Oscar needs a few going into WrestleMania. I get that Charlotte is definitely going to go after the title because that's what she does. She just goes after the title no matter well, what. Whenever she feels I like it, it, you know. But I feel like if they're going to do this match, they got to do something. They got to do something beyond Charlotte just dominating Oscar or just beating Oscar for the sake of it and Oscar is just nobody's ready for Oscar like either why would I why why would I want to see that why would I want to see that we've seen it so many times we've seen it so like you gotta do something bigger you gotta do something new you gotta add like a twist to it or something either Oscar turns heel and and just it's heel Oscar versus face Charlotte or you add some or or add Naomi or somebody else to the equation because otherwise yeah this see this, this would be a time where you could add someone to make it a triple threat where it feels needed yes not times when it's not needed like WrestleMania thirty five like this this is this just feels dry like I know it's all to maybe give Oscar her redemption or the title but it's like I don't know it's just I'm tired if they didn't wrestle. So many times last year and so many times in 2019, I'll be welcome to this match. But since they did it so fucking much, I'm already tired and I'm just going to be checked out instantly. What What are they going to give us that are different from the matches we just saw? We think, like, we, there's literally someone, like, we used to be doing bingo cards doing a match. This is like Triple H, Shawn Michaels, 2004. Dude, like, what more can we see? La- no. No, remember last year when they were facing off during the summer or some shit, and we would all have bingo cards doing their Yes, we space. did. We had, you know, we had the fly, Spanish fly, code breaker, um, Oscar lock counter. That's how predictable so. that matches are. Moons, like ugly, already, ugly moonsault. Yeah. 
that's how predictable their fucking matches are. They don't do anything new. They do the same shit. You can tell what's about to happen next. You can tell. So it's like, unless they're doing that and fucking, unless they're doing something new at WrestleMania, I can kill us. But then you you read the news about what Fightful did. That was the original plan of the Rawlings title match going to WrestleMania. And we should, well, I mean, it's not surprising given they were building towards it the last couple of months. But the idea that they were legit going with Lacey Evans, who were more likely going to be Rawlings champion if she beat Oscar at Elimination Chamber, going against Charlotte. Yeah, she would have won that match. She would have beaten Asuka, and Asuka would have not been champion going into WrestleMania. She would have not had a title match at WrestleMania again. Asuka again would have been wasted and just thrown to the wayside. This company does not value this woman. They value her as an enemy competitor. They don't value her in terms of having great views or having sustainable views you, within you her reign. You shining on the biggest stage of them all because we have Lacey Evans. Like, just gonna throw her to the wayside for the white woman, for one white woman who's so fucking overhyped and is not that girl. And then for the other one who is not top talent material across the fucking board. And it hasn't been for She's the not past. Paying with any top talent, she's in the fucking ring with whether it's Sasha Banks, Becky, Bailey, um, whether it's Charlotte, like not anyone you put in the ring with, she fucking flops ten out of ten. Every time. Every fucking time. Like she has to be carried. Like she has to be carried. She has to be carried. Material and that she can hang on a bit. Like you saw how she fucking performed against Bailey at the Royal Rumble last. I still have nightmares. You saw that shit. You saw the shit that she she has to be audibly called the next spot. It's ridiculous. I don't know if she has any hearing problems or... Like, she is not ready. But yet, this company has the idea to wanted to run this shitty-ass storyline going to WrestleMania. And for her to get the title, all for... It's not... It's beyond for Charlotte at this point. It's just to, to promote white women. It's like, you know, you got Bianca Sasha and they're about to have this representation. So on the flip side, you got to have these two white women going for the... We can't leave our white women out. That's 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 what that is. And it's like, okay, if you're going to do that with two white women, at least do it with two great white women. Not the shittiest of the shittiest. I mean, two of their big draws for the white women are gone. Becky and Ron. I mean, that too. That too. So it's like, you know... Like, no, like, damn, like, you're not even gonna give Charlotte Rhea, you're not even gonna give Charlotte Naomi or or Oscar. Oscar, Oscar Rhea, you're gonna give her Lacey? Like, damn, I don't even like Charlotte, but damn, like, girl, uh uh, like, what the fuck? I don't even like her, but it's like, I mean, give her a big, legit feud if you're gonna have a going challenge for that title at WrestleMania. I mean, she's had many of them, but it's like, it has damn, to make me think that Charlotte's going to win no matter what, because Charlotte's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll lay down for Lacey Evans at WrestleMania. Oh, dude, she is not going to lay down for Miss Lacey. She laid down for Becky so many fucking times. She, uh, she ain't laying down for Lacey. She I, which, in, Lacey which in, I, in which I still, I, no, I still think, think she has traumatic events, like traumatic experiences and nightmares about putting over Becky. Do you? I mean, she's not gonna lay down for Bianca or Peyton or. She's not even no. Fuck that. She's not even gonna sell for them. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, Peyton, I mean, Ruby, Liv, and all that shit. If she's not going to do that for them, what makes anyone think she's going to do that for fucking Lacey? She's not going to do that for, she don't see Lacey on her level. But man, you know, looking at those matches they had, man, we, we really missed out on a gym. You know? I mean, I'm not going to be like, you know, yay, because Lacey got pregnant and all that. And that's kind of weirdo shit. But at the same time, it's like we dodged a huge ass fucking bullet. Because mm-hmm. my goodness. My fucking goodness. How in the fuck are you gonna fully think that's a good idea and that's WrestleMania worthy? That's not that's that's even worse than Naya versus um Alexa a couple years ago. Oh yeah, man, that's saying something. Like, too. My God. That's like that's is just an abomination. It's unacceptable. And just continuing to kill the Rollins title. Jesus Christ. You're going to pass up on Oscar again for this mediocre ass shitty feud in which it does nothing for Charlotte and it's just Lacey continuing to flop once again. And then we had to continue seeing Rick on TV. Like, we think the Raw Women's title is bad right now. At least it's on a good talent. Wait till it gets on back on Charlotte or on Lacey Evans eventually one day. Ugh. My goodness. I have, like, they're gonna give her a title eventually. They they're going. They were going to give it to mm-hmm. her, but I mean, I mean, it's coming. But it's like, okay, we delayed it for at least another year, right? So, like, you know, I, I'm just glad I don't have to see her on the TV or just see her wrestle anytime soon. Um, Shane versus Braun. That's apparently going to happen. I don't give a because... single solitary fuck about it because I don't watch Braun. <laughs> I just ignore it. I, I don't know. I don't even know what the story is. I know nothing about the feud. Uh, and I don't all, all I know is something about Shane calling Braun stupid or then Braun. I mean, he is Shane stupid because he wants to go out and fucking October uh, bike Toberfest and go out during pandemics. But you know, yeah. Yeah. So apparently, so yeah, Shane's um, stupid. That's that's one of my bathroom breaks at Mania if that does happen. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm, if, if it's twenty minutes, I'll have the longest twenty minute bathroom break ever. Yeah. So then you can get to the biggest news breaking on Monday, which is Big Show, mm. Paul White, all fucking white, decades and dirty. No more BS. Is now officially in AEW. He has left WWE and is now in AEW. One of the, no big show. One of the men that we all thought was going to be WWE for life. You know that I that ironclad contract. And, and all that, that he was never going to go away. Did, did AEW promise him an ironclad? That's contract? what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they, 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 got, they got the secret. Oof. Because remember, Big Show was about to be homeless in 2013. Yeah. You know, he was down there. Stephanie blackmailed him. Stephanie blackmailed him. Yeah, that did happen, shit. you know. So, you know, I mean, but yeah, he blew through that money. And, you know, he loved Dirty E and now is at AEW. And he's going to be commentating and wrestling, by the way. He's going to be wrestling. Yep. Don't, Along with Sting. Don't he wrestles Shaq, so he wrestles Cody. Or, or, you know, he's wrestling for the AEW Championship. Don't be surprised that ever happens. I mean, he might wrestle Sting. You never know. Jeez. So, like, I mean, I'm not going to care for it because I don't care for Big Show wrestling in fucking 2021. But, I mean, he's all about getting that bag. I, I mean, congrats to you. I'm, I'm happy for anyone getting that bag. Getting that money, he feels like he should get bigger money, and that that's that his worth, his his name value is worth how much money he should be paid. Well, it's a big. The amount that he felt like he deserves, 
I'm here. It's the big bad check. No, I'm sorry, but yeah, you know he he deserves it. Like for all the work he's put in, for you know, like him being a legend in the business. You know what? Get your money, man. Proud of you. I'm just hoping certain wrestling fans keep that same energy when it comes to age and all that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I hope people don't do that narrative of, oh my God, Big Show was wasting it during the <laughs> and all that stuff. When and you really fuckers were chanting, please that. retire. I mean, yeah, especially in 2013 and shit. Mm-hmm. No mean, one wanted to watch the Big Show. I respect Big Show, but I don't want to watch. But I'm not here to watch him wrestle anymore. I'm why? Like, why would I want that for myself? I, I value friends. myself. I don't want to see Big Twenty Twenty One. I like. I respect Big Show, but I just don't want to see old people exactly. wrestling. I barely. I mean, well, unless if they're unless it's unless if they're so against, good, like Edge. Not nothing against the Big Show, but I just don't want to see old. Uh, people unless wrestling. if they're Edge, unless if they're good. Yes, but I mean, I can value what he brings, and him just wanting to get this bag. I can the value only that. Match, the, only match I'll be here to see, the only match I'll be here to see is him versus uh, Shaq, like the the real match. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But I mean, I can, but him finally do the ultimate turn against Vince McMahon for a bigger bag. I applaud. and he even said, and he even said, I, I love it. I love it for him too. And he even said in his promo, "Did you see this turn coming?" Mm. Little coy big show. Mm. And then he also he brings up the fact in his promo that another um another big star who is quote unquote Hall of Fame worthy is also coming in by on um, that pay per view they're doing. And the everyone thinks days. it's Kurt. So, I think I, it's thought, I, I was I thinking Kane. It could be Christian. I heard. I mean, it could be him too. You never know. So it's like, I mean, congrats on him. Congrats on whoever it is. It's interesting in his promo how he said it's not who you think it is. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I mean, I think because everyone now thinks it's cut, so then it might not be cut, so then I have to think it's cut. But that's part of the story, because then it's going to actually be cut. Everyone thinks... Everyone think it's someone in the Dirty Hall of Fame, but what if it's not? But Hall of Fame. He always said Hall, Hall of Fame works. Yeah, someone who has a large enough wrestling career that should be in the Hall of Fame will still. That could be another be little jab at WWE. Fame. Fuck it. There, I mean, there used to yeah, be. Yeah, so that. it could be. It could. So it could be. Christian, All right, I'll be fine with that, and know? he should still go. So you know what? Fine. Like a couple matches, I'll take. Yeah. Especially if, like, Dirty does not want to give Christian a run or something. For whatever reason. I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? But if, if it's him, again, I congrats, congrats to him to get any opportunity that he wants that to bad? use to, like, you know, get a, get a longer run and get that bag. I mean, I congrats to him. Lemon pepper steak is delicious. I mean, please. I just air-fried a couple hours ago and ate some chicken oh, tender yeah. wings. We live in good. Yes, yes. So, you know, overall, you know, congrats. Get that bag. I'm all here. You know who I'm not here for getting that bag? Marty Scroll. Oh, my God. It's time. We forgot to mention it on the other podcast, but I'm glad we did because we've had some updates, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, again, I'm glad we didn't because now we have ultimate updates. But but we have to we have to say the whole uh, timeline. So we might as well just start Uh, about a week ago. We heard. Well, 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 
let me go to okay. the actual oh, okay. link of it. Okay, you, you got this so, all prepared? Okay, okay. Okay, I got yeah. you, I got you. Yeah, so Fightful Select, uh, Fightful Select broke the story that there was rumors or some form of scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt. of that. Um, yeah. Scuttlebutt, yes. That my girl was backstage on one of the recent New Japan tapings and that he was interested working there. And then everyone yeah, got upset on my school or got upset about Sean West. Yeah, that, that, was kinda, that was kind of that was kind of gross. Honestly, what the fuck? It, it, they got upset about that, and then everyone rightfully so got upset about New Japan having my school backstage and and entertaining them. And then fight fan bite. Um, they had this article in which they had more information, and they were like. He was actually at the tapings. He was on the tapings. He was doing this big angle and that they're actually having him um, legit as an on-screen role. Mm. And then, you know, they... Yeah, and like, hold on. A source with knowledge of the tapings who requested to remain anonymous told Fanbyte that Skull did in fact play an on-screen role at the tapings. The source said that Skull worked at the New Japan Strong tapings on January 22nd, 2021 and was involved in a post-match angle with Rocky Romero. The source said that while everyone working on New Japan Strong signs an NDA about the content of the tape. There was no secret about Skull's involvement. They weren't trying to hide him. Source says they were surprised by Skull's involvement, saying, I thought we were going to be the company that weren't booking these guys to get that buzz. They're going to get a bu- they're going to get buzz, all right, but probably not the kind they're looking for. And it just weeks of letting things slide because these people are just all friends or whatever. Gross. And and that's when you have to finally we got to mention it. Like, we can't, you, no matter what, like, promotion you're a fan of, you cannot use that promotion to be like, yeah, I'm a fan of this because they, every wrestling promotion has their fucking skeletons and their demons at this point. Do not invest in wrestling promotions if you're looking for, I mean, at the end of the fucking day. Because so many, like, I just, because, you know, anytime WWE would get trashed, especially during the whole Saudi shit, everyone would be go, like, go watch New Japan. They're not working with Saudi, you know. Because they're because apparently New Japan was saints. Yeah, my wrestling no promotion is filled with saints. Pro Wrestling Eve is where saints, but like all kinds of shit comes out about this, especially after the pandemic. A lot of shady stuff comes out about all these promotions because guess what? I'm, In wrestling like, companies, you know, there's going to be at least one or two scummy assholes that work there that they're just going to keep. But it's like, okay, but then they're also entertaining Michael Elgin. They're also entertaining Will uh, Ospreay. Will Ospreay. And it's like, okay, how are you going to say, you know, this, that, and the third about every other wrestling company? But then meanwhile, New Japan is now entertaining these guys and giving them the platforms. And then also now Marty Skull. And then one of my mutual Sada was um, Sada. She was like, so wrestling community, are we finally going to address the elephant in the room about New Japan pro wrestling and how empathetic they are about the things we hold the American-based companies from bigotry to sexual abuse, etc. For a community that enjoys writing essays on why we should crucify WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, and etc., you lot, you lot turn mute or turn cheeks when it comes to New Japan. Actually, whenever the crucifixion happens to the U.S.-based companies, your go-to is always watch New Japan. Or watch AEW. And it's like, she made a whole lot of points with that. 
And it's like, there was always a, I, I was always indifferent on New Japan. It was like, okay, it's great wrestling, but it's like, there was nothing for me to fully get invested into because, again, there's no black wrestlers over there. And I know the reason, like, I'm, I, like, you gotta either have black wrestlers in order for me to tune to your shows or women's wrestling tune in. And I know the reason why they don't have women's wrestling, but it's like, I'm not gonna watch your product if you don't have women's wrestling. Point blank, period. And so, okay, so then they don't have black wrestlers over there, or they're not even pushing any of the black wrestlers they do have. They're just pushing the white people they have over there, and it's the problematic white people they have. So it's like, I was always indifferent. I never wanted to stay up for a show. It's like, I mean, I'd rather get my beauty sleep than stay up for a show in which all the wrestlers just want to lay on their fucking necks all the time and just, yeah. And now this. But then, as of yesterday, and it's like, damn, they pulled out real fucking quick. Yeah, they because, heard the shit. Because, um, let's see, who broke it? It was Super J Cast. They said, well, um, my score would not be apparent on any New Japan programming for the foreseeable future, including New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Fightful in more detail saying that the New Japan responded to the online response to the news of his involvement, but there were several members of the roster who weren't thrilled with his involvement either. Multiple people who worked the taping stated that if they were made aware of Skull's appearance, they would have informed New Japan they didn't want to work the tapings. Hey. Back that wheel, motherfucker. They're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This ain't worth it. This ain't worth it. <laughs> you know? He was never worth it. I mean, he's not that. He's not good. He's not that. Like, no. Why, not, like, Marty Scroll's not going to fucking, like, move the needle. He's not. He's not fucking. Like, he's no. not as good as it is. And then you think people are going to forget about no. all the fuck shit he has done. He's literally confessed no. to the fuck shit he did to him assaulting a woman who was drunk and who was underage. He literally sexually assaulted and literally a statutory rapist. He's a rapist. He raped her. He admitted to that shit. He all he was trying to say is, oh, uh, he like he's trying to do that whole, you know, it was legal, but just because it's legal, that doesn't make it okay. That does not make it morally right. So he's like like he's on it. It's just like what's gonna get him in jail or not. So he's a selfish prick, basically. Yeah, like he literally tried to yeah, he's really hiding behind the fact that you know, in the, a um, wall UK. is what he's doing. Yes, and especially in the UK. Yeah, they're fucked up over there. Y'all need help. So, like, he literally did that, and he, but yeah, he confessed to it. And in New Japan, any in the, any wrestling company entertain this man. I'm not gonna. I'm done. I don't want. I don't want to watch your product if you have this man on your TV. If you have him getting this push, if you have him in the big stage. It's bad enough a it's bad enough Dirty E has fucking um has Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream and all these other fucking people. But I only tune in for the women. I tune in for my faves. And then you also have AEW. They have all these other fuck shit. But again, I only tune in for the women. Exactly. This man has nothing for me to tune in. And then you have this guy in here, or you will entertain this guy. No, I'm not tuning in, point blank, period. Exactly. So that's, you know, I mean, I hope y'all realize now how 
fuck shit they are. But no, y'all must y'all must still tune in. Y'all gonna still be up for them and claim that the the gray and all this shit and that that and all and it's like okay they're gonna make another thing they're gonna do some other shit and it's like okay are we really ready to have that conversation no no okay okay that's all i need to know because y'all ain't shit at the end of the day y'all are just selective with y'all outrage yeah i don't watch raw because that shit has matt riddle i don't watch nxt for those parts that shit has austin theory like, I mean, there's other reasons for it, because, I mean, the shows aren't actually good. NXT is okay, but, like, there are just certain people, like, if they're on the show, I'm tuning out. That's just how I'm just, I'm just going to tune in for my phase, but anytime anyone, like, they're on, I'm just not here for it. And Just don't, like, just yeah, don't support just not... shitty people. That's all I'm, that's all I'm going to Yeah, say. that's all. But also, keep, if you're going to have this energy, just keep, keep the same, it across yeah, the Or board. just, like, keep the same energy. Exactly. Like, even progress. I didn't want to watch that progress show, but I only tuned in to see that women's match and to see Mercedes Blaze and Kanji. And it's like, that's it. I only tuned in for that, and I posted the content, and that's it. But fuck progress, because they're fucking shitty. And the excuses they fucking put on. Um, And also, um, other wrestlers um, backing out of a certain promotion that some motherfucker that will never go away enjoy Ryan. It's, he's a Scooby Doo villain. He's he he keeps trying to make himself relevant in the wrestling business, and everyone keeps catching him. And they tell him to get and they tell him to get back in his damn box. Wrestling event. He literally planned this women's charity wrestling event. Really? Like, like he really thought that they were just gonna forgive him and like, oh yeah, he's all for women no, now. No, he knows no, he knows nobody going to forgive him. But he's using all of this, all this backlash, all this hate to to. Say that oh he's getting hate online and use it in the court a lot and this thing. He's, he's doing it all for the fucking courts and making himself out to be like the victim here. Exactly, that's what he's fucking doing. He was trying to you know make it seem like he's a good guy having this women's charity event, putting that together for a cause and all that. And so once everyone saw that he's on there and that he's playing it and all that shit, then he's gonna use all this fucking backlash and all this hate to make it look like he's a fucking victim and everyone tore down this fucking event. Even though that's not what's actually happening. We just want you fucking gone. We want you in jail. Like, why are you not in jail? Like, Johnny Gargano said, why Why he's not in jail? What he's say, saying he's, that, meanwhile, Austin Theory is right behind him. That's just too funny. <laughs> that's just too funny. They had to know. Yeah. So it's like, bastard. you know, fuck him. Fuck him for what he's saying. Fuck Joey Ryan. He's but gonna, he's gonna I, I hope he gets the worst, man. Fuck him. But... Until then, support his victims, support who he's suing, support like anyone, like Alley Cat or or anyone that he's trying to sue and take down the fucking court. Uh support hey, just support like support these people the end day. Support Pollyanna. Yeah, yeah, against, you know, um Will Oscar. Yeah, I know. Just support like if you really like, don't if you want to support women, don't go to Joey Ryan's stupid ass show. Support women who have actually gone through this bullshit and abuse. Because it's just wild that we're still we went through the speaking out movement and and having all these women, all these um victims crying out, all these wrestlers doing the fuck shit and abuse and trauma towards them, and we still have the likes of um my Imagine David Starr decided to fucking. <laughs> Bitch, don't even get me started, especially with his wrestling union. Ooh, oh, don't geez. get me started. Ooh. 
that's when I knew I should not take that shit seriously when he was fucking. When he's it. he's trying to lead the charge on a wrestling union, like no no one's gonna want to unionize with a piece of shit um abuser like you. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Out your fucking mind. Yeah, you gotta be out your damn mind. But it's like you know, yeah. That's just my thoughts on that. Like, support, support victims, and you know, and support great people who are not shitheads, not shit support people, people who continue, who continue to just tear down and just be fucking shit. That that's that's what I just hope for. Yeah. Um, but turn around the conversation to something else, yeah. and the AEW Women's Tournament now. Rio Mizunami defeated Aja uh, 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 Ryo, Nyla Rose. Yes, I mean she did defeat Aja Kong. She defeated Yuka, and now she defeated the former AEW Women's Champion and Nyla Rose. Nobody. Saw this coming. No, no one saw Maki Ito losing in the first round. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, people should. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, people. Be, I, mean, I, I everyone, will say this: everyone had people that, should. No, everyone, yeah. everyone had their picks. Everyone either had, um, um, everyone either had Yuka. Everyone had either Brit. People had possibly Naya or Nyla Rose. People had multiple picks, but they most of them did not see Rio Nizunami. Taking this. I honestly, I will say this. Though. Once I saw that she beat Maki Ito and then Aja Kong, I'm like, okay, I think she might be doing this. It was either going to be her or Yuka. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad they went with a Dipson option. And she's great. A new too. star. And she's great. She's yeah. so good. She's so charismatic. She's, she's so, so charismatic. She's so brutal in the ring, too. She does that, like, Joshi yeah. style, uh, Pure Resu style perfectly. Yeah. She's so, like, like her taunts, her pulling the rope, like simulating crawling ropes, like she just her legs. Yeah, like the bangers she's put she's... on already. She's so like everything. But we've had so many standouts. Fine. Obviously, Emmy Sakura, like you know, like yes. fifteen, twenty year veteran, like one of the most experienced in the tournament. She was a huge part of this tournament, being matched with Venny. Oh my God, Venny! Can we talk about Venny? Vinny, dude, her, she's gonna like, be a star. She's her gonna be, she's her gonna swag, be her athleticism, her moonsault, just everything about her. The fact that she kicked out of the Falcon Arrows, and I want to see her versus she. Yes. I want to see that. Oh, I want to go. I, I'm really trying to go and watch everyone's like be familiarized with her, with no. Maki Ito. Okay. Let's talk about Maki Ito. Oh my god, yeah. She is the best. I'm in love. I, I told you. I, I told you. I fucking I know, and I should have paid attention to her earlier, but it was like, you know, I just She's magic. But damn, she, she no, because like everything about her, she gets she, everything. She can She gets the performance with, art of this business. Because yes, she because she's yes. an actual performer. She was in an idol group. She yes. started off as a singer. Yes. And just yes. Ever since she started, she was like her first wrestling appearance was as an extra, as one of the idol girls to just dance, and people were chanting her name even though she was barely doing anything. That's how like immediately wrestling fans like gravitated towards her because she just she has this. I, 
and that's we'll that. how it got me because because her performance, her just singing and being an entertainer, two minutes in, I'm already loving her. Like she'll sing her heart out and dance, but she's also has like this twisted, sick, like like this paranoia that this paranoia yeah, that people just, need to pay attention and love me and and acknowledge me as the cutest yes, in the world because she has to be accepted. There's a whole story like, like Makito's story. Um, I wa- we watched yes. a 30 minute documentary on Makito. And yes. all I'll say is, if if you if you cry easily, that shit will probably put you to tears. Her storytelling, her it background, me. it hooked me in, and it made me like love her even more because her story is that she wants to be accepted. That when she got fired from that job, because they like, told her she, she was too ugly. Child. By the way, like yes. horrible, because she didn't fit their sta- she didn't fit their standards and 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 like all that stuff. Even though she was so good, she didn't fit. So their meanwhile, she so went to wrestling her. as an escape, but she would never win matches because yes. she wouldn't care about winning. She just wanted to, like, she just wanted the fame and the admiration and the acknowledgement she, 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 in the world. She, That's she what wanted she wanted. the fans to tell her that that she's the cutest wrestler in the world. She, she wanted, wanted she wanted the admiration like, that she couldn't get as an idol, and she did. She's great exactly. because she is funny. Yes. She is charismatic. She's bubbly. But then she wanted she wanted her friend Mizuki to eventually accept her and love her and have this great friendship. Like you saw the mat, like after she lost certain matches, how she reacted and how she poured her heart out to Mizuki. And then you know she lost a match with Mizuki down the line. And then she's like, I want to be friends with you, and I want to see do you actually want to like continue this partnership and all that. And it was just so great to see and how powerful it was. That some was. So- it was like, honestly some soap opera shit, man. It was great. Yeah, like you know, you it's like the the losses represented. It wasn't like she lost. Like the loss transformed into her wanting more and wanting to be accepted and wanting to be loved and and wanting to prove herself. I'm telling you, like between that and stardom, like Joshi wrestling, like say, like Like, it has some of the best real storytelling. If you really get invested in it, look, I don't want to like continue. I don't want to like pay another like subscription fee because I'm I'm already got I already got the. Yeah, I know, but I'm just I'm just acknowledging what they do. But no, no, no. But I'm little. I found a channel to watch like Joshi the, yeah, matches of like Maki Ito and Vinny and and like all these. I literally found also, a free channel in order to watch. And I also showed you. I also showed you like the '90s. And I also like, showed all you like stuff and to see how great they are and like see how great performers yeah. they are. But it's like with Maki Ito, she gets everything. She could be an entertainer with her singing. She could be like. Fun chaos, chaos theory with just, you know, flipping off Aja Kong and then, you know, wanting to take, like, trash bin shots to the head and then doing all these other, like, crazy shit. And then she could just be, like, wanting to, like, being this cute baby face or wanting, like, the fans to say that she's the cutest in the world and doing all this, like, fun, cutesy shit. And then she can also be that underdog baby face in which she takes all this pain and, like, wanting to, like... Tell people to like. She can, and she she's can also a off. an amazing Twitter shit poster as well. Poop, uh, yeah, poop is that, she on, has that know. Doji Cat weirdness on Twitter. Like, like, oh like just her cat? tweeting "poop" is backwards for poop, and it's her like modeling, like just random yeah. shit. Like, well, I mean, literally, she like, like she's okay. very random and like, can yeah, sometimes like, be kind of like weird. Tweet. But you know what? It's part of her charm. 
Here's my tweet. She is a fighter. She can act. She can entertain. She is a, a fighting underdog who can take all the pain. She can entertain with her singing and being accused, but also get you emotionally invested in her matches. She sucks you in. Like she's singing songs and interacting with fans and then taking trash bin shots to the head and flipping out Asha Kong. She is truly special. She is can't. She is. She is, she is out of this world. She is once in a lifetime. Like the way she'll she like is, she'll get all in your face and flip you off, but then you punch her and then she just starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> and then she she you you feel like she's actually it's in doing. pain and then she turns like Yeah. Like and, and some people are gonna see it as like too over the top, but you know, fuck them. But like no, she does it across the board. Like she's so late. Exactly. Like only within a few, watching a few of her matches and watching her stuff on, um, like just getting uh, TJPW, I think. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like watching her stuff. Like I, I see it all with mm-hmm. her. Like mm-hmm. she is just great, and it's like I'm so upset with myself not knowing who she was beforehand. But it's like damn, it's worth it now though because she's happy. great. At least you got to find her. Yes, like I'm just, I'm just in tune to see who she is now, and like continuing to follow her and everything. That'd be well worth it. She's great. Um, let's see here. Anyone else? About, anyone else? Oh, okay. Let's see. Who else we shout out on this tournament? Uh, Sheeta obviously was great. Emmy was great. Yuka Sakazaki. I mean, her springboard 450. I love it. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, dude. Like, damn. That that her like her athleticism, her as a baby face. She's trying. And I also want to bring up before we get to Mako Kelly Ray, um, the, the American the American and side man. of the tournament was not bad either. You had Britt I mean, Baker. Um, I mean, I mean, no, no, we we've got someone Emmy. Oh wait, what? You know, you know, oh, we talked Emmy. about Emmy. Yeah, yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, like her being like the veteran of the tournament, okay. and just having those great matches with Benny and oh. so, and her like okay. training a lot of those girls. She trained Rio. And trained at Carl oh, okay. So yeah, I mean she's I mean she's great. We will rock you I mean, all she that. Got stuff. A, she got a brutal fucking move set and like her reaction to after Ryu Nizunami yeah, won. It was like wow. It was great. It was beautiful. Yes. But listen, so, but then yeah, um like, we can well, I mean, we can was... quickly talk about the American side because uh for one thing a lot of people were shocked that Britt Baker and Thunder and or Thunder Rosa did not win this. And uh, I mean, but it's slow, you know. Yeah, that's you. Right now, they're in a the feud. They're not going to be part of the title so picture like, of their I feud. Knew, I mean, I, I I felt like, you know, there's maybe a chance they could give it to Britt and have just it be Britt versus Sheeta and Britt wins the title and just be Britt versus Thunder Rosa for the title. That could have happened, but it's like she's literally in a feud with Thunder Rosa. So it's like they can't, they kind of cancel each other out. And I'm just going to say this right now because it's on my mind. There is a just, really ugly side to the AEW women's division fans when it comes to Nyla Rose. Is it is it really AEW women's division fans or is it really just being home, fans being overall and the trans and just transphobia? It's, it's concerning. Is it I mean, this is just it's, it's just another thing when it comes to it's People just, were so it's mad when she beat Thunder Rosa. People were pissed. Like on another level. Like this, this, this is not nothing new because I've been seeing this for mm-hmm. a while. The fact that it's still like, going, like 
It's not even slowing yeah, down. Yeah, and it's just, you know, that's why I did not even want to pay attention to the AEW like that comment yeah, section while they had the right. YouTube channel. Because, like, I knew... They are just going to see like, dumbass shit. This was just something that happens because... And it's like, she's putting out these great she bangers is. and, and that, all that. Like, like the, her match with Thunder Rosa was incredible. That finish. Oh my god, yeah. the beast bomb in the midair. They, they could not have pulled off that move any better. Thunder Rosa is incredible. Like, just, like oh my god. But, pe- but people just want to be, you trash. know, problematic and race and trash and racist and transphobic Fuck. and all that shit. But I mean, that's not going to stop Nala Rose for achieving and getting the things that she should be getting and putting out performances. Great. Overall. Get that bag, get that match. She had a great match with Rio, too. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I've heard really good. Yeah. Like, that match, the Britt Baker one, the one with Tanya Conti, the one with Thunder Rosa, like, she's, re- they, they have rebuilt her credibility within so much that of this. It, like, that division is looking really good. I mean, hopefully, after, hey, I mean, hopefully they yeah, can, you, I'll just say this, hopefully have- they carry the uh, momentum after the tournament. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I mean, agree. I think they will. I mean, they definitely will with Jade. I mean, her being, I think her being part of the division yeah. already is like, like, if she doesn't get like 10 minutes of TV time at least, like every other week at the most, or at the least, like, something's wrong. You know? Just, you know, continue to give her the. Yeah, show. and Red Velvet too, she's amazing. Yes. And I'm still just wondering where the fuck Big Swole is. I mean, I'm <laughs> just like, I mean, if she. If she decides to speak yeah. on it, it's like I can't speculate because you know, at the end of the yeah, day, in the it. pandemic, there's no telling if something personal happened mm-hmm. or anything like that, or you know, some like something's going on with her health wise or like mentally right. wise. There's no yeah. telling. There's yeah. like at the same like it's coming at the worst time because like this AEW women's tournament, but it's like as yeah, long that's she's the main okay, thing. If she, she she's okay, and, and that, so. you know, she's doing okay. Yeah. Like, because she, she is going to come back, because she is going to be, like, as long as they give her the opportunity and platforms, that's all I can ask for. But it's like, I'm willing to let her breathe and not be like, oh my God, where's she at? And this, that, and the third, when there's possibly yeah. something. At the end of the day, what's most important is, like, her health, she's okay, whatever you going on. And also, yes. she, and you know what? It also yes. means that she's a riot on Twitter. <laughs> she she has more time on Twitter now. She's a she's fired. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, so I I mean, yeah, yeah. that's I'm just cool. yeah, that's that. awesome. I mean, yes, yes. Cause she can add a, like it's wild that, you know, she won that feud against Brit and then has right, dropped right. off. Completely. I mean I'm glad she won the feud though. I mean you know Britt Baker Britt Baker's recovered like, from that and she's doing great. Yeah, I'm, Britt Britt was always gonna like, you know, she She's a staple Britt of that division. Is, She's Great. entertaining, and she's entertaining to the point in which they feel like they don't need to slap her. I, 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 I just love her work. Like, everything she does, like, you just get to. Like, she don't need the title at right. that point. Like, it's it's wild that she has not challenged for the I title. I mean, she will eventually. We know she, she will eventually. Yeah, it's just wild that she hasn't now. Like, you would have thought they ran Sheeta versus Britt Baker. But, you know, like, they... But, like they they are careful on who they put their belts on. Like that title, like this only had what three people hold that? Um Rio, uh, Rose, uh, and then Hikaru Rio. Shima. Yeah. Pretty sure that's it. Yes. And those yeah, are three it. really like, you know, prestigious champions. I mean Rio, I mean, you know, she was barely on the shows, but she was she's she's really good at what she does. So it's like, okay. Yeah. 
she still she, she still kills, kills it regardless. Like these matches he has, she kills it and she brings intensity. And now she's the longest reigning AEW yeah. champion. I, I think she does take it to a whole nother level though. She's the, the, like with the way the division, if they get certain women and if they continue to build on certain women. Does you can argue she can keep the belt for the, a long time and just create great matches with them and great programs with them to the point that she's dropping it to Britt or to um, Jay Cargill. Like she can hold it for the next three to five months. Right. Oh, sure. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I feel that way. And I mean, do you want to? I was going to think doing one, do one more, one more thing. So we have twenty minutes on this thing, okay. and that's talking about. The Mako Sadamore versus Kaylee Ray match. We just watched it. But but before we get to that, let's talk about one talent in which we okay. love. And, you know, we've been keeping an eye on her, who's in the NXT UK yeah. division. And her name is Ilya oh, James. Okay. Miss yeah. Ilya James. I really like Ilya James. She, uh, I mean, whenever she has time on TV, like, she's bubbly. She's, like, she has great character. Like, yes. she's good in the ring. She's a great seller, a great yeah. bumper. She embraced the um the jobbing role or uh, the enhancement talent role so well. But like she gives you a lot and she makes a lot a lot out of like what um like you like you just want to yeah. see more out of her. And you know she has so much potential within herself. Like she only has fifty matches under and her. And she's she's making most of it. I also want to give. I mean, I want. I could also say the same for Amal as well. I mean, I, I miss yeah. her. I miss seeing her on TV. Like she's anytime she's on TV, like any match she's in, she makes the most of it. And we know she loves this business. Yes. She's passionate and she's great. Like I want more for her. She was in the crowd, uh, you know, quote unquote crowd uh, for the Mako Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Which I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Yes. Yeah, cool. like you know, waiting. She's just waiting for opportunities. Because I mean, I mean, because I've seen her uh, as a champion show. like elsewhere, WXW, a promotion like that. She's great. I seen. I saw her one match with um, Faye, Faye Jackson. She's so I good. Think. I love. Faye. I I also love Faye Jackson. By the way, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's great too. Like, yeah. she, like she's she's funny hilarious. She's awesome. just, like, so. Just you know, I mean, I'm just here for it. Right. And the and, and this match that main event, the biggest match of Kaylee yeah. Ray's career, second match in for Mako Sadamore in NXT UK, no voluntary for the NXT UK. It lived up to every single bit of the hype. It was, it was everything. It had me hooked every moment in which you know all these big moves they're hitting. The story being told of which Kaylee Ray, I don't think anyone pointed this out until I said it. She was not no. cheating. Any other case in which she was defending the title, she, she was cheating. Right. But in this match, oh my God. Clean. She was not cheating. She was she wanted to prove that she was the best in the world and she wanted to legit beat Mako Sadamora. And she had so much respect for Mako that she did not want to cheat. She did not cheat. She had a chance to actually, you know, take the, the Walk away from the match when she was on the outside. Mako was back in the match. She was on the outside and was getting close to eight to nine. She had a chance to walk away, but she got back in the fucking ring. And after that, it was like it could be anyone's game. Like the goy bomb to the apron or, or um the 
Delph Valley Drive to the apron from Mako, the Gory Bomb. It took two. Um, it, it took KJ two Gory Bomb. It took two. Yes. Um, the Koji, like, like the Koji clutches out of the, the Koji. In the match, but you felt like any either one could How win. There was multiple moments in which you felt like Hayley was going to win. There was multiple moments where you felt like Mako was going to win. Like the kick. Like the 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 kicks, the, the striking, intensity the in the moves, match, like like just yes. everything. Make it was fucking incredible. The frog splash to the knees up. And, and the way Kaylee Ray blocked the fucking Scorpion Rising kick, which, I mean, they, they, yeah, they protected that. that I even insane. said, if she hits that, the match is fucking over. Like, I think they're protecting that as her move. Um, also, anytime, any, also, any, I have insane. to say this, anytime Mako does the cartwheel knee drop, I just mark out so hard. I love that move. It's, Dude, it's one of my favorite was, moves in wrestling, which is, like, as far as moves that someone does on a consistent basis, I pop every fucking time she does that. And she can do, so anytime she does it, I'm like, oh my god! That was ridiculous. She, she was like, always oh does god, it like, perfectly. Wow. She nails it every time, and so and fast, her- too. She nails it every fucking time. And then, and then you know, she does the SPL, looks better than Cena. That looks <laughs> way like, better than oh Cena. Let's see and, like, and Kaylee Ray, Kaylee Ray has had bangers upon bangers into this reign, in which she's been champion for over five years. According to Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, uh, according to Wikipedia promo, 551 days in town. Yes, she has had a great feud with Tony Storm. And you know the I Quit match with Tony Storm, the triple threat match with Tony Storm and and Viper, her series with Vipers, even the match with Jenny, that was good to decent. And then now this match, she has had bangers upon bangers, and she, I like she was always a great talent, but man, she went over exceeding. She has just continued to step up and. Eat, eat the fuck up out of everything NXT UK has been giving her. Out of everything she has done in within this reign, it has been a great reign ac- across the board, even with you know the pan and NXT UK not being able to film because of the pandemic and them being off TV for eight fucking months. She has just she can fully say she's one of the best women's wrestlers in the in the. She can, in no, she can call herself right the best in the world, and like I mean, I, I mean. We, yes, all, we all have yes, our opinions on who yes, the best in the world is. Like, there are, like let's be real. There are multiple wrestlers who can claim themselves as the best in the world, but you know what? Kaylee Ray can be one of them, especially with her resume. She can, and, she can say it. She, and most importantly, breaking, most importantly, the fact that it's been 551 days, and I am not tired of her reign one damn bit. There are long ways. In I was tired to death of Pete Dunne's UK title reign. I'm sorry. I know I love Pete Dunne now. Everyone loves Pete Dunne. I was sick I was to death of, of Pete Dunne's UK title reign. I was tired of Nikki Bella's Divas Championship reign with how a pair of it's fucking guy. Like Nikki Bella was doing. Nikki Bella was improving by the mile, but I was I was tired of the content of them doing the repeated, you know. Twin magic, then them being facing them being heel for me. Oh my! I I look and oh my god! I hate it. Her whole reign was really painful. It was like the fuck. Um, I also got tired of AJ Styles during the championship reign. Uh, and that and that wasn't even was a like full the, year, I don't think. Maybe a little more than a year. 
it was close to a year. Dude, I was tired of it. I'm, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't tired of CM Punk's 434 game. Because, like, well, at least CM well, Punk, he, he graduated Yes, like, he turned heel throughout right. the ring. Like, there are some long reigns that are great. Yeah, hell, you know what? I and don't even, I don't even, even I, I'm fine with Walter's reign, too, to be honest. I'm getting kind of, like, a little yeah, bit more, because like, I'm like, at this point, like, this should have been dragged off. Why didn't you get There's not going to be, I, I still think it's going to be dragging off, but there's not going to be a perfect long title reign, in my opinion. There's going to be some lows, and, like, even Kaylee Ray's reign, like, that was the point where she just, Continue to fucking face Viper, right. and I was. Uh, what about convinced. new? What about new? What about I new days? Like, raw tag title. That was great. Like, I mean, there might have been some slow points, good. maybe, but like, I don't remember because, like, all I remember were like the bangers they put on. There was so fucking like even Bayley, yes. which she had some moments in her reign in which you know they kept giving her opponents like Lacey Evans or even repeatedly opponents like yeah. Nikki Cross. But she was so yeah, Nikki yeah, Cross isn't shitty. It's just they did it too many times. Just continued to give it to her, and it's like, but yet Bailey herself was so entertaining as a champion and was great on the mic. Had good matches. Had just, I feel like they could have done more with the Naomi feud. But overall, I love the rain. Exactly. So, like you know, but KRA, she has broken records. She has had great matches. She has a great and, and on top of all that, just great she has, Just she'd be dying within uh, the matches, and I'd be like, "Bitch, the fuck! Please don't die, white woman." Don't exactly what you die. just said is me with Shanti Blackheart every single match. Don't die, white woman. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like damn, like she is so fucking great. Her, like, like her technical yeah, game, damn. her storytelling, the way she just. No, because she sucks. She legit sucks. Her intensity in the ring, like, everything she does looks great. Yes. She legit sucks you in into her matches and making you believe she's going to lose. And then multiple moments in her matches where she, you think she's going to lose. And then she pulls up the win. And you're like, the fuck? But in a good way. That's what she does. She's that good of a fucking wrestler in which she makes you think she is going to legit and, lose her match and, to and think, lose the title. This woman went from losing the first round of the Mae Young Classic to Princess Suhei to now being yes. the champion of of one of the NXT brands of their entire division and beating Mako freaking Satomura, a legend, an icon of this business, who, who WWE themselves have protected and, like, present as, like, this final boss character. Kaylee Ray just beat the final boss. What's next for her now? That's the question. That's the belt. At this point, <laughs> that's the belt. That, who nah, no, no is next for I'm Kaylee Ray? Who, who, who's next? Valkyrie. But I'm, I'm leaning towards the fact that there's a big chance Kaylee Ray's going to beat her, too, at this point. Because if she's going to beat fucking Mako, what makes me think Valkyrie has any of a fucking chance? I mean... With how many she with how many women's wrestlers have been signed she recently? Beat, with how many with woman, how many let's be fair. The most badass female wrestler of all time. I, I like at this point, she is just out of this world. She beat her clean, legit. She beat one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time and make her sign clean. the legend in clean. herself. Like no one has a chance now against Kaylee Ray. I, I like 
Daphne might be in goal, but they have to fully convince me it's her beyond the undefeated streak. Because, man, the way Kaylee Ray is on right now, she is on a different level. It's Kaylee Ray, Mako Salamore, and then everyone fucking else. Beautiful. I love it. So it's like, God damn. I love that match. That's I mean, match okay. I easily. see I said it was my match here, but here's my thing. Is it better than the AEW six woman tag? Yes. yes. <laughs> the six woman tag is close. I'm gonna have to watch both again, but it's it's down to those two. It really is down to those two. I think Kaylee Ray and Mako's the bigger one, so I, I guess I'd have to give that the edge. Mm-hmm. Because that felt like a legit, like, main event title match. That felt like a big-time main event title match, in which, like, it was like there was nobody there. And it still sucked me into the point where I felt like this was this was the match, you know? Like, it could have gone either way. And it's like, damn. I just did not legit think it was going to be clean. I thought it was going to go into a non-finish. I thought, okay, they're about to do a count-out, then going to get to the rematch, and that's where Mako gets the belt. But them legit having Katie Ray beat her, I was like, the fuck? Like, oh my God. And then with the Gory Bomb, too. Took like, two. It took two. Dude. Like, I, like, when she challenged Tony Storm. The, the, the apron hung DDT like, the outside. When she challenged Tony Storm um, for the title, I was like, Okay, she's a good talent, all that. She was on the mic and all that. Because Tony like, yeah, kind of like she her. she only held it for like what, like five months or so? Five months, uh, yeah, yeah, more than likely five months. So I was like, yeah, like she's a good talent, but more likely Tony's gonna be there. But then the way she played the story against Tony and she was like having Tony upset and all this shit, and then she beat her. I was like, Holy like whoa. Shit. Like, whoa. Kaylee oh, Ray whoa. has just and taken then, over. She, I mean, she, t- I mean, I mean, she like, took over in the indie. Like, this is the exact same way she took over in the indie scene because she was, like, one of those things. No matter where she went, she was either going to be main event or she was going to be their champion. People trust Kaylee Ray because she gives – like, she's just that good, guys. Kaylee Ray is a A-tier talent at this point. She's A-tier. I wouldn't say at- – She's maybe leaning she's towards A-tier. She's like, maybe not up there with like the Beckys, the Baileys, the Sashas, the Biancas, but like she's right she's getting up there. She's getting up there. Like I want to see her against Bianca, her against Bailey, her against Becky, her against um, her against. Like, Leo, I feel like I feel like she's I feel like she like like the Naomi's. I feel like she's yes, coming. I feel like her, her and Shotzi to me are like the two closest that are like coming near the elite level, but like are just almost there. Like I can't say they're like elite. I I want to see her against all these women or just majority of these women because like she is going to put on these bangers, have these great promos, these great views, and just knock it out of the park every fucking time. I have not been disappointed with her at all. Like there has not been a moment in which I'm disappointed within her um her as a performer. She's just delivering even when she even when she was wrestling Viper because that was the biggest complaint about her title reign was when she kept wrestling Viper every time. But like she was still delivering. I didn't like the fact that they kept running it. No, right right up to their last match. Right up to their last match together. I love. I really like that match. I mean, it was a clusterfuck at the end, but it was like a good clusterfuck. 
That was the one where Jenny yes. came in and like, yeah. So like, yeah, so overall it's like, uh, that was great. That so was yeah, a great was fucking great. match. If they want to do a rematch, I'm here for it. Mako already coming in a little fucking classic. I mean, I knew it. She is that bitch. She is a, a she's, legend. She's one of the ghosts. She's one of the greatest. Everything about it. She elite. Is, she is she's everything elite. they say what she is, plus more. Like, Final boss. Oh, my Final God. Final boss. Elite. God tier. Mako Satomura. Yes. And she beat her. That, all, that yes. says it all right there. Like her matches in the May are classic mm-hmm. and everything. Like even she she has Sasha Banks wanting the face and everything. And I and Sasha, like I know, like after this pandemic, oh she's gonna go over like over there and face them both and all that shit. So it's like I'm here for it. I'm here okay. for it. All. So you want me to do a preview of what's to come in part two. Um yeah. That, oh, so overall okay. in part we'll talk about bad Be- Bunny being the, the greatest celebrity in wrestling uh, right now. One of the best, one of the yeah. best celebrities ever. Yeah. We're gonna talk about rappers versus rappers, wrestlers. Ra- rappers versus dirt. Yes, and the Lexus Soldier Boy versus deal. Randy Orton. Soldier Boy versus um, uh, Alexa Lexa taking Bliss. L's and Why calling a black man it for some reason. We might, we might yeah, even, yeah, we might even um, use this to kind of touch up on the Lacey versus Cardi B thing, which Lacey completely dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Uh, we'll also be talking about women's yep. wrestlers, uh, other women's wrestlers to look out to, such as Queen Amanita, Mercedes fucking Blaze. Yep. We are gonna have. Yep. We, we are gonna talk about Mercedes Blaze so much. It's, it's, it's gonna be amazing. And Promise Braxton. Yeah, like I want. Who's really cool? Yes. Who falls? Awesome. Me now. <laughs> awesome. Mercedes Blaze. Mercedes Blaze has yeah, had this on Twitter before, so that's cool. Uh, Rome. We gotta get to the SmackDown yeah. stuff. Uh, our daddy, our tribal chief, our head of the table. Um, Roman Reigns, you know, your tribal chief, our king, yes. versus Edge. Um, his uh, feud with Daniel yes. and Asia may or may not go on a crazy rant about Daniel Bryan. I won't. Okay, I gotta see what he we does. Make, we make no promises. Uh, Bianca versus Sasha in, you know, like this amazing feud and then main eventing WrestleMania. Um, anything else you can think of? Yeah. Oh, I was like, anything else you can think of? And you're like, yeah. No, that's it. Okay. So, yeah. That's, that's yeah, it. That's we it. are all set. So, thank you guys once again. I hope to be, um, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast or doing whatever, if you feel like making threads to kind of, you know, spread it, whatever, go right ahead. Uh, we know you're watching, Nikki. Uh, we appreciate you making threads for us every time. You're awesome. We love you. Um, anyone supporting us, you guys are great. Um, y'all already know Asia's Cash App. You know, get that get that yes. shit popping. And you know, read my read my articles. Yeah, and, and go to and go to Asia's link tree where she has our tree thoughts. And yes. um, I have a Patreon, and apparently someone gave three dollars to my Patreon. Uh, so I'm gonna find out who that is and thank them so much because I've had a Patreon for about eight months and no one's done it, but someone did, and now I'm happy. So everyone that was, thank yeah. you so much. And you know, I like this stuff. Yes, yes. Like so you guys take care. I'm going to chill for a little bit, and then I'm going to hang out with Asia. We are back. Yeah, we're back to discuss more about wrestling. All the good wrestling stuff, and not just wrestling, but wrestling, wrestlers, and celebrities. Yeah, but before we talk about that, we got to talk about the breaking 
Well, it's not fully confirmed by WWE or, you know, NXT and all that, but it's been alluded to, especially this recent NXT episode when it comes to the women's tag title match between Dakota and Raquel versus Shania and the controversy of that. And then Regal, he said that he's got an announcement he's going to make next week that's going to change the landscape of NXT. Mm-hmm. So, when you think about it, when you really sit down and think, what is something big that's going to change the landscape of NXT and when it comes to the women's tag team division of NXT? And the big thing you can only think of is NXT women's tag team titles. And exactly. given the Wrestling Observer, you know, Dave Meltzer, he said that the plan is as a for the women's tag team, for NXT to get their own set of women's tag team titles. Now, I've seen the reception. I've seen many people being upset about this. They're like, why can't the NXT, why can't the main roster titles, why can't the women's tag team titles they got right now come to NXT and let the NXT brand get it? And, you know, I understand the sentiments. I understand all. But you really got to look at the whole landscape and the business aspect of why certain things aren't working for NXT to finally get the belts. Okay. So, overall, when you look at it, and Triple H said on his conference call a while back while NXT was having all these break, um, outbreaks, like around Survivor Series time, that they're trying to keep the rosters separate. They're trying to keep the main roster separate from NXT when it comes to the talent. Like, you might have a couple talents show up on NXT um, for, like, a match or something like a program, but it's not like everyone's going to show up. It's not going to be, like, everyone vice versa. That's probably explaining why you're not seeing a, a, a whole bunch of call-ups. Yeah, um, like, so they're trying to keep it mainly separate. That's why Survivor Series didn't happen. That's why they only lose a certain limit of people for the Royal Rumble this year. NXT was not at Survivor Series, and I kept telling people that because we, at the end of the fucking day, we're in a pandemic. We're in the parentheses. You got this whole corona thing, and people are not sitting down or are still going to parties and all this bullshit. So they're not going to let an NXT team win these titles and work all three brands. They're not going to let Dakota Raquel win these titles and work Raw, SmackDown, NXT, especially given we're still in a pan. We're still in a Pentagon. We're in a Pentagon Junior. Sarah, we're in a Pentagon Junior. Yeah. We're not like we're not going to have that. Like I will love an NXT team to finally get those belts, but given the current circumstances right now, going to happen. Not happening. So why? So so, especially when NXT keeps continuing to get outbreaks, and they might have one in the incoming future, especially around Mania season. So that's not going to happen. And then that's right. And then they only allow a certain group of women, a certain team, to come down to NXT, like Sasha and Bayley, like Kabuki, like Shania. It's only Triple H's favorites. He's not like he's not going to let Iconics come down when they were champions to come, like, and it goes to my next point. Main roster creative and NXT creative are not going to agree on what what should be a thing for these titles. Like, whenever a team, a, a, the women's tag team champions come into NXT, they're going to be like, okay, you can do this, that, and the third. You can um, have this match against this team and all that. But at the end of the day, these titles are on the main roster. They're not going to be defended regularly on NXT. They're not going to be, like, you only see this with the titles coming to NXT, like, once every six months. 
Meanwhile, the defendant on Raw and SmackDown, like bi-weekly or something, by a SmackDown team or a Raw team. You see the difference between main roster and NXT. They still value NXT below. I mean, y'all want proof of the main roster and the NXT creative not get along? Take a look at Charlotte's Flair's NXT run last year. Fightful Select broke the story or broke the news that the main roster creative in NXT could not agree on what Charlotte should be doing in NXT while she was champion. The main roster ta- or the NXT talent wants to do more with Charlotte when it comes to certain programs, when it comes to like how she should be working with them. And NXT creator wanted more out of that, but then the main roster creator was like, nah. And probably Charlotte too was like, nah. So like there was like this butting of heads about the situation. And it's like, if that couldn't happen when Charlotte was down in NXT, why do you think it's gonna happen when the NXT when the when the main roster titles for the women is gonna like I, I get it. The, those women, those NXT women should get their shot. They should be getting more with those titles. But given the current circumstances and given that the that the creative side on both NXT and on the main roster are not agreeing on what should be going for these titles for NXT women, it's not gonna happen. So then you get to these NXT women's titles and Everyone's like, this is not going to work, and this, that, and the third. And I was like, normally I would agree. But then you got all this talent coming in, especially from the PC that are sitting on their hands and haven't been getting a shot on TV all that much. And then there's this rumor idea, and apparently they already filled a pilot to the second NXT show, in which it's going to be like all the, all the, all the PC people you just seen, uh, you know, sitting on their hands, they're going to be on that show. You got. AQA, Taya Valkyrie, um, you got all these girls they just recently signed, Sari, like, and they're gonna be on this. And I'm fine. So it's yeah. like all of it, I see more benefits for the NXT women getting their own set of titles, especially given why the main roster titles are not gonna be with them, then you thinking there's gonna be like you getting upset of them not giving the NXT girls the titles, especially during the pandemic, and especially they're not agreeing to it. Like, Matt, like, it's just... Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's how I see it. Like, it's just all the signs were there for, the, for that not to happen. I get why people want it to happen. I want them to get the belts. But especially given right now, it's not going to happen. Vince and Triple H or, or the main roster creative and NXT creator are not going to agree to it. The pandemic, like, they're trying to keep the roster separate. Yeah. And that's just how it is. That's just the scope of and the And look situation. at all the tag teams we have in NXT right now that could be getting titles. Ember and Shockey, like, Dakota I'm so- Raquel. Like, I'm sorry, but Dakota and Raquel are not going to show up on Raw and SmackDown defending the titles. They're not going to get that main what? roster. No, but, and why even bother with that. Have them run shop in NXT. Have have NXT have their own tag division, like women's tag division, and they're going to create magic. You have Ember and Shotzi right there. They should be winning those titles for like all the bullshit Shotzi's had to go through. I mean, am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, like if they're not going to come to the main roster, like, or, like if the NXT tag teams aren't ever going to touch the main roster titles, why even, like, why even wait? Let's just get the NXT Women's Tag Title. It's not going to work. NXT, at the end of the day, is not a third brand. 
it's not like I don't they, they how much they want to make so it. They try to push it so hard that it's a third brain, especially given Survivor Series and and you know all that stuff. But it's like they're not they're not on Raw and SmackDown level. They're not being paid the Raw and Smack. They're not being paid the same money the Raw and SmackDown talent are. Like they're that's why that's why you're not seeing like you get Finn Balor and Ember Moon moving down there, but you're not seeing NXT participating in the draft. And the only one that felt like a big star going in was Finn Balor. Ember Moon just immediately like she's just back to doing nothing, and now she's detecting. But she's doing really good stuff in that tag division. I'll say that with Shotzi. But it's like I hope people understand why this is happening and why the main. Why the main titles on the main roster can't be now on an NXT team and the NXT team can't, can't run with it? There's so many factors that making this not happen. But now they want to bring in the NXT titles and they're going to do a second show so that, you know, more the like the PC talents that's just coming in could get their shine and could get their spotlight. Now, if that don't happen, then I'm wrong and, you know, y'all could come for me and everything about. But if that does happen, then the complaints got to stop. Hopefully, they book these titles, these, these titles coming in like a serious thing. Hopefully, they give these teams all the shine they can. I hope so, too. Because n- just bringing in new titles is not going to fix the situation. No. You got to book these titles to mean something and give them the airtime, give them the storylines, give, give the teams all their shine. Mm-hmm. But overall, I'm not against them doing that for the NXT Women's Tag Team Division or just the NXT Women's Division in general. I think this can be beneficial if yes, booked right, definitely. if given the time, the story. Yeah, if they if they invest in that Women's Tag Division in NXT, and like we get good stories out of it, this is a plus. This is a plus. It can add to because you know a lot of women are on NXT right now, and a lot of them could like, benefit from this women's tag division in NXT. Yeah. And I'm looking at that. That's the only thing I'm looking at, and I see it as a plus. You yeah. want to say, if you want to say there's too many titles, go right ahead. But at the end of the day, like, with how many with how, with how many women there are in... No, 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 no. With how many women there are in NXT, there needs to be more than one title to fight for. I mean, one could say they could have a mid-court title, but here's my thing, Okay. okay. There's so many women who are not going to touch that NXT Women's Championship. Exactly. Like Io Shirai. Io's on, we Io's on her so run right now. Many, we, have said, we have had so many long title reigns with that NXT Women's Championship. And there uh, are so many arguments on why Candace should be having the belt. Why Shotzi should be having the belt. Mercedes Martinez should be having the belt. Tony Storm should be having the belt. Like there's so many women who are not champion. But they should be champion. They have all the rights to be champion, but they're not going to be able to be the main roster champion or the main title champion. So then you get maybe a mid-card title or a tag team title so they can be champion and they can have an accolade to them beyond them just existing and having great matches for the sake of it. Exactly. So, like, that's how I feel. I'll, like, I'm welcome to it. And, you know, if they do right by it, they do right by it. If they don't, they don't. But, I mean, y'all got to just see the factors of why certain things are just happening the way. Like, y'all got to think from a business perspective, especially given the pandemic. Like, we're in the pandemic. 
I'm sorry, NXT continues to have outbreaks. I'm sorry, NXT could not participate in Survivor Series. I'm sorry, they only use a certain small, a small number of people for the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, that's just how it is. I'm sorry that the main roster or events and Triple H cannot agree. When, when have they ever been able to agree? Uh-huh. I mean, they can't agree on call-ups, too, probably. Why do you think they probably kept Shayna down there for so fucking long? It's not just Triple H holding down the talent. It's probably Vince. He's like, I don't want her yet. I, I don't want her yet. Exactly. Like, of course, they're and never the going to Same reason why, Same reason why Oscar, like, was down there for so long. Vince was like, I want it, I want it. And then Triple H was like, let me hold her for just a little bit longer. They cannot agree. Mm. It's, it's within the call-ups when it comes to Charlotte and her story. And like, I mean, what, why do you think Sasha and Bailey's first run was them not defending the titles in NXT? And it's just them working with Shania or, I mean, Tamina and Naya and then, you know, the Iconics. Mm-hmm. They finally got to do it like last year, but in the first one, they could not agree. So, I mean, it's just the proof is in the pudding. Just realize it and let's just see how it goes. Exactly. So, you want to get into um, the, the celebrity outbreak in professional wrestling? I don't know why they say outbreak. That, I mean, that makes it sound bad. Like a whole bunch of um, rappers and celebrities interacting with um, wrestlers on Twitter. You know, Bad Bunny is in WWE. Bad Bunny. Bad Wow said that he wants to do wrestling or he, or he wants to be in WWE now. He wants to wrestle Rey Mysterio in the standard third. Then you had Cardi B saying, like, who all until, watching wrestling? Until Lacey Evans up, ruined you know? it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's. And then you have Soldier Boy feuding Randy with, Orton. Um, Randy Orton. And then, oh, I mean, we'll get to Alexa, but yeah, like it was all—all all, all I saw was it was just all fun and games, and it was just—it was just hilarious and amazing to see wrestlers and rappers interacting with each other. And you know, you got—it's also boy. great seeing celebrities in wrestling doing well at what, like, doing good in their roles. Because then we can go on the because then we can go on the AEW side, and we'll get to. I mean, we talked about Shaquille O'Neal; he's another example. Yeah, you know, wrestling companies right now are benefiting from celebrities, but you know, like, I think wrestling fans for the most part are finally warming up to it now. Seeing, seeing as now we're in a pandemic and like well, no one I really mean, cares. I feel like there was a time in wrestling in which there was barely any celebrities interacting with wrestling, given what happened with that one situation or one big tragedy. Mm-hmm. And like wrestling was not looked at the Ironically, same. Two years later, Raw would start the whole celebrity guest host thing, which that was some hits and this is I'm not gonna say it was a terrible But you but you get what I mean. Wrestling was never looked at oh, no, the same after that big the attitude era where you'll see like it was not that, like, mainstream like that anymore. Like well you see them on Conan O'Brien every like yeah, and it's nothing like that. But now like, but it feels like ever since the pandemic and ever since Bad Bunny, wrestling and like Hollywood have 
that like Hollywood's warmed up to wrestling in a way, it feels like. Like you have one of the biggest music stars and Cardi B wanting to like interact with all these wrestlers and then you have the wrestlers like Bianca saying that she wants to do something with Cardi B. Mm. Yeah, you got that. Like like it's just so like interesting and great to see. I'm never against this. I mean, besides Conor McGregor. I don't uh uh-uh, no. no. I don't want that. I racist. mean I, I wanna see but, a rapist, you know. But outside of him, it's just great to see celebrities coming in and just um, interacting with the wrestlers or just, you know, Twitter beefing. Like, the whole thing with Randy, again, Randy is at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like, every night having these fun-ass tweets and just out-of-pocket-ass tweets, and then he's tweeting at Soja Boy and all this shit. And I was like, that. I was like, okay, Soja Boy calling up and... It's no, it's just it's Randy Orton at 2 a.m. It's either weed or shit posting on celebrities or uh, uh, trashing NXT's product and the way they do wrestling. You know, or you never know what, what you'll get with Orton on Twitter now. It was just hilarious. It was hilarious. Until someone had to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> Alexa. Alexa. You again. <laughs> That's how I feel anytime. Like, we have to talk about Alexa on Twitter. It's like. <laughs> Alexa has one of the worst wrestling Twitter games. Or, like, just one of the worst wrestlers to have a Twitter game or just have to have Twitter. <laughs> In the last couple of years, because my God, she's bad. She don't know when to shut the fuck up and not make a situation about her. It went from being so fun and and she so don't know how to handle Twitter banner. She had to call. She don't have no good comeback. She don't know how to work. She had, shit. To, she she had to call a shit. black man it. Yeah, and that's that's my thing about the bitch in which. I, I try to like that bitch. I try to, but then she, along the other white women in the wrestling industry within WWE, has so much microaggression about her ass, and it's like at some point you gotta be like, she probably is racist. I mean, she's not saying the N word racist, but then again, you never know. But she is probably racist on the inside. She just allow him. She just showing her microaggression right now. The way she hates. Or she gets upset when minorities, minority women get more shine over her, like Sasha and Bailey. The way she just paints Sasha out like she's the bad person in that situation. And mocks Sasha for her mental health at one point last or two years ago. And then she's calling a black man it. And then saying how she doesn't she, she knows she said how she doesn't know what it is, but then references said um person. I mean she tried to claim that was sarcasm, but I'm like, girl, no, you don't know how that works. You don't know how to play that up. That is not sarcasm. She's not good at That's sarcasm. just you being a dumbass. Uh, what, what what was if you want to be sarcastic, fine, but do not use microaggression at the same damn time for it, you dumb white bitch. I'm sorry. I'm like there are certain things about her as a person that I do not fucking like. 
and this is one of them. She shows her ass. She don't show it the way that Lacey and Peyton oh, no. does it with the microaggression, but she still does it. She'll still do the shit, and then she'll delete the tweet, and then she'll she'll have y'all defending her and trying to make her look innocent, and it's like, why do y'all hate Alexa Bliss? This part of the reason why. Mm. This shit's why. She don't know how to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Aren't you supposed to be a demon? Aren't you supposed to be in pentagrams and, and sucking off Bray's dick in a fire funhouse? Ain't that what you're supposed to be doing? Aren't you supposed to be riding a horsey and in the middle of the rain and then changing your outfits, doing a match every two to three minutes because that's the only thing you could be somehow super, supernatural and then speaking, spinning out black gunk? And then I mean, the poorest way to be fucking... I'm still not scared, by the way. I'm kind of intrigued, but still not scared. So it's like, bitch, don't you got all that fucking to do instead of trying to poke your nose into this situation that has nothing to do with you with your clout chasing ass? I mean, all these wrestlers who are responding are clout chasing. And, uh, and uh, no, like, the funny thing is that it all started with... No, nothing. the funny thing is that it all started with T-Bar. Yeah. He, a, a fucking DiJack had to start this thing. And then he he barely responded since then. It took over Randy. Yeah. Like, and then Alexa wanted to pop her pussy into the conversation. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. No one likes you until you start doing some supernatural acting. Oh my god! It's the CM Punk. It's the CM Punk. You're not funny, and nobody likes you. (laughs) Like saying, like no, like. That, nobody likes her until she starts acting all innocent and everyone said, why are y'all bullying her? And then she delete, and then she deactivates and all that shit and try to play like the Taylor Swift. <laughs> I swear she is the wrestling version of Taylor Swift. <laughs> she plays all innocent. She tries to make the whole situation about herself and she cries 3,000 fucking tears and then, you know, you actually see through the bullshit. I mean, is she, is she out here dating 17-year-olds? I'm not gonna speak on that, but I mean, no. Okay. okay. But yeah. I'm <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, bitch, shut the fuck up. But overall, I am welcoming. I am here for um, wrestlers and um, rappers just having these big interactions. And you know, Dirty is here for the shit. You, they probably prompting these wrestlers to go interact with the rappers and all this shit because they probably want they want Cardi B. They want her to be probably at WrestleMania yeah. or SummerSlam or You have to think bad you, you have they to think Bad Bunny's gonna have a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, he is at the performance. He's great. That has been report of he, Bad he Bunny gets it. Ladies and gentlemen. He is definitely training at the performance center, working on his skill and and for that mania match. He is on every fucking raw um since the rumble. He is like having the title all that and shit. everything the he's done. Everything he's done, he's knocked out of the park. Everything. He is a natural already. Yeah, and the wrestlers are so receptive to him. Oh, Randy, I mean, Randy, so did you see, uh, speaking about him. Randy Orton, he put him over. He put Bad Bunny over. Yeah. yeah. Like saying, he, like, he gets it. He's seen our, like, he's seen this side of the business. He respects it, you know, all this stuff. Great. Yeah, they are. They love him because he's a true wrestler. Like, he's a wrestling fan. And he's cool. And, and he's cool, it. okay? <laughs> 
he wants to give us all to it like he's so cool he's so charismatic and he has like he's so beneficial to this to going into wrestlemania mind you like he's probably going to perform there too and then he's going to wrestle there and then it's like it's just going to be great like i I like i like what he's doing i love what he's doing you know so thank you bad bunny and you know you had Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. The big diesel. Yeah. The Shaq knife. The Shaq knife power bomb. You know, oh, it, it was he he killed it in that match. I mean, we, I mean we already spilled our yeah. heart about Jade Cargill and uh Red Velvet, but Shaq was a he he looked like a star. I want to see him wrestle again. I mean, he probably that big show that match. Show Get that Paul White, White match, yeah. Probably gonna challenge for the AEW title too. I mean, Shaq I mean, versus Sha- there, Sha- there, no, Shaq versus Kenny Omega. That's gonna. I mean, if if Dave Meltzer, you uh, we want to get on this. <laughs> but I mean, hold on, because there's a fun fact about the viewership of that match that happened. Oh, that makes okay. Bad. That started the show, by the way. It, yeah, it opened. People thought it was gonna close, and I thought it was gonna yeah. close, but no, that fucking opened. They wanted all eyes on that. Hold on. Okay, you. Um, someone said you live and you learn, but putting on Shaq first instead of Lance was a big mistake. O'Neal and Jay Cargo win over Cody Rose and Red Velvet drew one million one hundred and thirteen thousand or you know, yeah yeah. So over one million views and the largest average match number on head-to-head nights in more than a year, and then the new viewers left. Ooh. The AEW women again then held their own in the reins again this week and proved you and da 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 da. So basically, they should have made them. They should have, but they but they but they didn't. They should have. They should have done. And, and that, not only that, they should have done segments to build to the match to keep the people in there too. Yes, people tuned in to see Shaq. Yeah. Like the main attraction, the council fans were getting tuned in to see Shaq. The women's wrestling fans, we were getting tuned to see Jade and Red. But but, speci- I mean, but specifically, it was also done, also well. Jade Cargill's debut was also a big drawing point too. I believe. Yeah. Yes. But overall, everyone was tuned in to see that match, Shaq. and then maybe, and then and then the women's tag or the um. The woman's final. Yeah, with Sheeta and the Rio. So, so, so we were just tuning in for those two matches. After that, people just left. Yeah. They weren't here for the. But they may have been it with a Matt Hardy man. Okay. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, we're going to make. We're not going to make event with Shaquille O'Neal. We'll make an event with Matt Hardy. Okay. Like, do y'all not actually get business? <laughs> like, I'm not a business person, but I mean, I mean you would main event with your biggest. Attraction. Especially since on that on that, that same channel they have uh, this thing called Inside the NBA. You may have heard of it. It's pretty popular. So there are going to be viewers from that too. Like Shaq was the main draw of that show. You know, that match was it. Like how you not main event and like literally revolve your show around that. Especially with all the build, like, build up you've been giving Jade Cargill as well. Exactly. Like, imagine them closing the show with Jade Cargill standing tall. That would have been, been great. Amazing. Would have been perfect. Jade Cargill's a star. I mean, she still is a star. 
She's already made a star, but like in the main event, that would have been amazing. But no, Matt Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Um, but yeah, so speaking of uh, Jade Cargill and uh, Red Velvet, we got to talk about a few women's wrestlers that we have um, been getting into lately and we want to shout out. Asia? Yes, yes. Like, I did, again, I'm writing articles about women's wrestlers, especially black women's wrestlers, but I'm keeping my eye on the Joshi stuff, especially given the um, tournament. Like, I'm having mm-hmm. people tell me about the stardom tournament or the stardom Siori, um, obviously, um, yes. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone, Julia, I, I don't, I, don't, I think everyone knows is, about my Iwatami and how great she is. I heard of her, okay. I heard she's of her, and then I heard of, I heard of the Getsu, but she just retired. Yeah, I, she I'm retired, still sad like, about that. Yeah. She was my favorite. She was literally my favorite for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a She's one of the like, oh my like, God. Like, I miss her already, man. But, but I feel like, you know, and I recently did a thread um a couple hours ago on Thomas Braxton and her performance yes. or just her matches and how she works, like just like doing a like having clips of her performances and her matches against like AQA and all these other girls and just how great she is. So I feel like, you know, I got to take it upon myself to like watch all these girls or all these girls I'm just more interested in and like write articles about them and like do threads about them and just follow their work and like everything about them like from Queen Amanita Mercedes Blaze I Mercedes Blaze Thomas Braxton. I I I, I yeah. first saw Mercedes Blaze maybe a little over a year ago and like she was I mean in those pro wrestling Eve shows I used to watch I would always be excited for her cuz she's so great her presentation, yeah. her attire, like her like her trash talk during matches is like up there with some of the best. She just gets it. She's one of the best workers, honestly, in the world to me. You really, to me, only... one of the most underrated in the world right now, in general. Yeah, like she makes her own gear. Her moveset is great. Her she's so smooth, so athletic. She's um like hard hitting everything. Like she'll hit you with her butt. And the, on the turnbuckle, and then spares you the next fucking moment. It's yeah, like, spare you from wow. the turnbuckle. Yeah, I, like, yeah. And then it's like you know, Maki gra- Ito, I also oh, Vinny, Vinny, uh, like just Vinny. Uh, how tall? I'm gonna look Benny. up how tall Vinny is. Hold on, she has to be really tall. Yeah, Vinny's five foot nine. She literally looks like a six footer. Like she, but she, her athleticism, though, like she is, like she can do like a fucking crazy ass moonsault to the outside and then kip up the next minute. We using uh, who, who, who we didn't Navar, expect to make it to the finals, Yana. but yeah, uh, Emmy Sakura, ele- uh, Emmy Sakura. We all know what a legend she is, you know, and she trained a lot of these women too. Like, there's just so many women. And it's I feel just like 2021, to, like, like this past month on. or so, I mean, thank you, AEW, for just giving. Just oh, like that iron, the iron match she, uh, she had with Tony Deppin. I'm listening to an interview that she's doing right now. Like, 
on Zoom, and it's like, damn. And I'm gonna watch a match with Queen Amanada in a little bit, or like in a like next couple hours. But it's like, it's just great to see. It's just, it's great. I mean, obviously AQA. Yes, that her too. I mean, she's finally in WWE, but it's like you're gonna see. You're gonna yeah, see. Like. Just- the Just, future of the future of women's wrestling is looking really good right now. It. And it's like, you know, um Uh-huh. It is like it's like, you know, you got Thunder Rosa and she's having her own promotion and it's like loud and like having women's wrestling there. It's like just seeing all that. Seeing see, seeing how Hikaru Shida is not only an amazing wrestler, but can have the book. Like, she can have the book and, like, yeah. run this shit. Like, allow... Allow... Um, allow women to be more yeah, that's creative. It. Give them more. And, like, pay attention to the upcoming women that are coming up. Because, like, you might see Thomas Braxton on AEW Dynamite or on or AEW Dark. You might see Mercedes Blaze in NXT UK. You might see... um. You, you might see a lot of these talents popping up on the big stage. You might see Maki Ito again in AEW Dynamite. You might see Queen Amanita in the Performance Center. You're going to see a bunch of these talents coming in into the big stage. So it's just cool to see them right now on the indies or like in reality of wrestling or in any other small promotion. Beyond wrestling. To get better in an event. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just powerful and great to see. And I'm just... I'm gonna write about them, and I'm gonna spotlight or like do threads spotlighting them, and just everything, and just follow their work because it's just great. To it's see. amazing to see, and I love like it's just beautiful, you know. But yeah, check those check those women out. Yeah. Like they're great. Oh, just 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 follow my like follow them and follow my stuff. Exactly. Now it's Roman time. It is Roman Reigns time. Can you not read clocks? It's Roman Reigns time. It's Tribal Chiefs time. Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about... Um, do you want to start with Roman Daniel or Roman Ed? Uh, we can do Roman Daniel and transition to Okay, Roman yeah. Ed. So, we just came off, obviously, the chamber where Daniel won and got his ass kicked in, like, less than a minute by Roman Reigns. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Um... And then we just had the show where they had, what was it, Daniel versus Jay Uso? Like, if he beats Jay, he gets a shot at Roman again? Some kind of shit like that? Yeah. Hey, like, they're going to have a match tonight in the steel cage. And if Brian wins, he gets a shot at Fast. Yeah. Well, I remember, we, we just had the one where, like, he just lost it. Like,. I mean, because, you know, Jay count, got exactly. to count out. Exactly, so. Just, but, like, Daniel's like, I want to steal Cage. I want to steal Cage. I want to steal Cage. The key, you know, so Jay doesn't run away this time so he can legit beat Bray. I mean, not Bray, but Jay Uso. Because he, he pinned Jay Uso in a quote-unquote cage match, which was the chamber. So he can oh, do it again. I mean, I still don't understand the logic of him wanting one because there's no telling if Roman... Like, we literally saw a cage match with Roman and Kevin, and Jaden, Jay, ended exactly. up getting that. So, there, where, there, there's not a so roof on that cage. 
Yeah, like you see multiple cage matches within history in which, you know, you have this heel and you have whoever's partnered up with that heel coming in and interfering and helping I feel like for the longest in. time, the steel cage matches just aren't really necessary anymore. I just feel, I find it's, it it's kind of point like, I'm going to lock you inside a like, cage with a, with no roof so you can climb out of it. It's just like, we have Hell in a Cell. That's what we have Hell in a Cell for. Like, we've upgraded from, like, unless you want a match where, like, the, the purpose is to escape, then, like, I don't get it. Like, like, like the, the idea of you wanting a cage match just to keep anyone not coming into the, not get, getting involved is stupid because they're going to get involved regardless. They're not going to, they're probably not going to get in the cage match, but they're still going to help the heel win. So it's like, and hell, and hell, we've had the hell in the cell matches where we've had interference because, you know, people get the key and shit. Yeah. But, you know, at least there's like a roof. So you, it makes sense to want yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But still, you know, I mean, we watched the fast lane match from five years ago with Daniel. It holds up. With it holds and up. It, that was great. Dan, um, you noted how Daniel's attire and, and like look at the time was like one of his best. Like he had the ponytail, like and the mm-hmm. like. He was looking good. Roman Reigns, you know, it was just like their their chemistry together is perfect. Like, oh my god! Like, and we're gonna see it again. We're gonna see it at Fastlane. I can't fucking wait. It makes sense that we're gonna get it at Fastlane mm-hmm. this year. You know, six years later, yes. it makes sense. So gonna be great um and as long as as long as daniel does not continue i mean i mean he's he's kind of laid off the whole pick me bullshit a little bit you know but you know we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see as long as he doesn't go in saying like i'm a real wrestler you know that shit so it'll be really good because they just make magic um, but that is not our mania match. We have Roman versus Edge. And how have you been liking the build up so far to this match? I love it. I really love it. It's like like Edge, he's been he's not has he he is not gonna be the edge we grew up on and love, which he just doing all these dick things but and all that shit. He can but still be an opportunity. But you can still yeah, he still can play the mind games and be the ultimate opportunist, but in a face way. But he's got he's one of the shook. he's the first he to really like shook. he can actually outsmart Roman. Yeah, because Roman, he's all about he's the main Kevin Owens has had his moments. He he's had his moment, like he had one moment where he yes. outsmarted Roman. But like Edge, he can be yeah. like someone maybe equal with the mind games. Yeah, yeah, consistently has. Roman shook to the core because Roman's all about number one. He wants that main event. He wants the main event WrestleMania. I mean, he's had main event at WrestleMania so many years. I mean, consecutively, I felt like, but he wants the main event again. And if Ron- and if Edge challenged Drew as the Royal Rumble winner, you get the right to main event WrestleMania. So if Edge challenged Drew, then Drew so got Roman- the main event. But so Roman, that's why yeah. Roman kept going and, he, and, and when Edge wouldn't and when Edge wouldn't show Edge up for the longest time, he'd be all upset, like, "Why won't he go? Why won't he yeah. show up?" 
Yeah. I'm Roman Reigns, damn it. You know? Like, people should be going after me. I, I'm the center of attention. I'm the son that this company orbits around. Not not anyone else. Yeah, he's the face of the company. He runs SmackDown for someone else to not only show up, but then not... Why would you play like, games with him? Listen, like, he wants he wants everyone to order on him. Like, from Adam Pierce, okay. from, like, the Dirty uh, officials to Jay Uso, he wants the whole roster to orbit around him for it to be his time because it is his time. It's his title. He's he's gotten the title. He get the TV time. He gets the thirty minute segments. He gets it all. So for someone like Edge, especially someone like Edge who is who is just coming now, coming back, and for it for the WrestleMania thing to revolve around his decision, and then he possibly not choose. Roman for the main event of WrestleMania. That's what offends. Why would you play games with me? That oh, it's now revolving around exactly. Edge, but not exactly. on him. Yeah, it's great. So it's- he he finally got that, but it took him spearing Edge on SmackDown before Chamber for Edge to finally make his decision. So while Edge was playing mind games for the longest, Roman decided, "Hey, we yeah. gonna spear this motherfucker and beat the shit out of him." And so that allowed Edge to go pay back, but also give Roman what he wants, which is now the main event of WrestleMania. So either way, Roman... And like the whole kind of continued storytelling with them putting their hands behind their back and whispering to each other. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. And we knew it would be good like the second we saw them at WrestleMania, like at the Rumble when Edge first came back. You know, they got immediate pop. Again, like, I mean, they they had like there's that little thing of Roman eliminating Edge yeah, at that's true. at the Rumble. So they have history, like it's spear versus spear. And so, like, there's no telling how there's no tell there's no telling how Roman's gonna go. He might go after Edge's friends, like in Christian, go after like talk shit about Edge's family. You never know how deep he's gonna go now that he's got the main event. Like he's telling Edge, like you should back out of this. And like the idea, like, you know, I mean his health and all that stuff. He like he's like Edge is in a no win situation because if he don't pick Roman, Roman's gonna go crazy on his ass. But now that he picks Roman, <laughs> no matter Roman's what, Roman's gonna go crazy, crazy on his ass. Way. Yeah, so it's like, you know, he was at a no win, but now that it's official and now that Roman's got the main event, he is not going to stop. He's going to go crazy. So there's no telling what he's going to do against Edge. But don't Edge, count him I out. Mean, he's smart. Like, he's he's, he's been outsmarting him at times. He's still got some things within him. Yeah, there's no telling what he's he can, going to he do. Can unleash that, he can unleash that side of him. Clean edge. Exactly. Uh, he's one of like, the fuck up most either. It's just, it's just that Roman's gonna. Oh yeah, no, it's God gonna happen. Like uh, Roman is going to like, destroy him, <laughs> and, and I will will love seeing it. Like this is gonna be like Edge been saying, um, this is like the tenth or like what tenth or eleventh year anniversary. Like when whatever night they main event on, especially if the second night, is going to be the 10th year anniversary or 11th year anniversary of him retiring and be, releasing uh, the world yeah. championship. So, uh, I mean, he's going to be sending Beautiful. to retirement again on that day. It's going to be a sad day. 
it's going to be very sad to watch him having to retire. But this time, not because, you know, he had no choice to because of his health, but because this time, Roman the hands of the tribal chief, the head of the table, destroy him. And, you know, Ed's like the dumb, fight. Like the dumb whitey He's that he fight, is. Like but Kevin. he has no choice. He's not going to have a choice again this time because Roman's going to take that choice away. He's going to send him to the Shadow Roman's Realm. It's over. Him. It's over. Yeah. On this it's day, over. it's over. Edge dies. On this day, he's retired. And it's sad <laughs> to see him lie. So I he he picked the he picked Roman to be put back in retirement again. He picked the road to WrestleMania, the WrestleMania main event, to be going back into retirement to go into the gods. So I mean, Q thirty what is it thirty nine days into WrestleMania until we gotta stay. You know, get the tiny violins out. It's beautiful. And then moving on to the second, probably I'm second WrestleMania against the world. It will be the second because Drew ain't main eventing. He thinks he will. He really isn't. Look, okay. So, like, you know, everyone gets like a lot of people on my timeline gets Aggie whenever Drew or someone on Raw mentioning wanting to be the main event and it's like guys a lot of talent especially on the road to Wrestlemania says it either though we think or we know that Sasha Bianca is main eventing or we think Smackdown yes. should get both main events which they should like that's not going to stop from other because Raw uh, I mean Raw got both main events last year too yeah like it's not going to stop them from saying it like multiple like it's their goal to want a main event WrestleMania. Yes, Drew did it last year, but he's going to want to do it again. It's like, I get it, but I mean, I just find it trivial to argue against them for saying, oh, well, it's my goal to main event. Like, it's everyone's goal to want a main event WrestleMania. It's just what what does Vince decide right. at the end of the fucking day? Like, he might be thinking Sasha Bianca right now, but just in case if Brock comes back or or he still, like, wants to give it to Drew and Bobby, I mean, shit. I mean, the fact that we're having a dirty champion and Bobby Lashley, yeah. a black man, and then two black women, the, there's the argument that either one can get the main event. I'm here for that. I mean, I'm not going to make it like a think piece of why it should just be this match or just that match. I mean, I would love for Sasha Bianca to get it, but if they don't get it, I mean, as long as they put on a killer performance and they're having all this time, but if they do get it, that just mm-hmm. means more for them and for black women as a whole. But I'm not just going to, you know, go into Drew or just like shit over him because he said he wants the main event. That's just that's just how he feels. If Charlotte says she wants the main event, it, that's how she feels. She wants to do yeah, that. Yeah, at the end of the like, day, a lot of them are going to try to politic to get a main event. That's well, it's not just politics, and they just want it. They exactly. want it. It's their goal. Yeah. They should want a main event. That's what they want. Like, trying to shit on them because they want to main event, or they think they should main event, or anything like that, is mind-blowing. That's kind of weird. It's just people, it's just people, it's just people really... Like, they yeah. should be able to say that. Let them say that. Don't just 
come on them just because you think Bianca and Sasha, I mean, yes. Bianca and Sasha should. But don't come on them because you think that's like telling Kofi Kingston last year, or like if Daniel Bryan, if they said they wanted to main event, that's like trying to come on them because you know the women were main eventing, or you felt like the women should main event. Like you could have your reasons why you feel like the women should main event. It's their like career. The say they want to, or like another talent. Are say they, they want to? Yeah, I'm just supposed to want to, like, like to have the best for them. It's their, it's their career. Like, they feel like they want to. Let them feel like they want to. Like, that's kind of weird. Like, let them have that. Like, they can say it. It's just up to Vince who he feels like should And if it doesn't be nice. Drew Bobby, it's not going to be Drew's fault, guys. Look, I'll still take yeah. Bobby Lashley main and, event. And, ho- like, and ho- hopefully retain. A black man main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So, overall, it's like, you know, that, like, yeah, that's just how right. I see it. But also, you go to Sasha and Bianca, and, you know, I'm just, everything with them, two black women, possibly main eventing and fighting for the championship, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, I'm all here for it. But the way they're doing this, and the way they're doing the story, and it's like Sasha and Bianca again teaming to go for the tag titles, when you should be having them have their moments, and have the interactions, and it's just them have it like them being buddy buddy I'm fine with and then slowly creating the tension I'm fine with but them continuing to team up and then you got this whole Reggie thing and just Sasha as a whole I have not been behind her because it's just her with the it laugh and her with the forced. with um just looking pretty. I yeah. feel like I need more out of her There's going one more to substance. WrestleMania. That's so it's character. like we've been we've been we've been we've been talking about this for a while. More. Like I, I I'm I'm such a big yeah. fan of her that I want like I feel like she should be giving me a lot more and she, these last couple of months, especially with her champion, she is not like she's giving me great wrestling, but in terms of like her segments or her promos or her, her character work, it's just been kind of it's like compared to how it exactly. was when she came back. So like, and then again, this whole Reginald thing, like unless they're gonna have. Him playing the seeds of Sasha turning heel and betraying Bianca. I don't get that. Like, I like seeing Reginald get story and like story time and all that stuff and like getting a showcase, but it's like he should be away from the Sasha Bianca dynamic. And then Sasha and like the whole thing with them teaming again, I find that kind of pointless. Like, Sasha is going. She's not going to be defending the title unless she's defending it on SmackDown. She's not doing that. She's going. From the rumble, not defending. Like, I'm sorry, but her title reign has been asked. It's been a heavy mid. All it is is just, you know, her dancing, her like laughing and just looking pretty. And the most people are going to talk about outside her wrestling is just how pretty she is now. She's in these bits. That's it. Like, her fuse have been. Uh, the Carmella feud was heavy. Uh, she's only been feuding with Carmella for the title. And I get the SmackDown Women's Division is way limited, but it's like, I'm sorry, this title has been asked, and I can finally say it, and I'm, I'm not going to say it on the Twitter because I don't got time for the crew to be wasping my mentions and all that, but the fact that I can say it on here is just 
it feels better because I don't want to feel this way, but it's just how I feel. I, I like I've been waiting for Sasha to get this long title reign to get this so like get this title reign of which she can finally retain, but I have not been enjoying right. this. I don't blame you. It's not it's not been great. I mean, it's not I, been as great as it could be or should be. It's just been it's just been so underwhelming. And again, it's just how her reign goes all the way into WrestleMania is gonna make me feel like do I want her to attain or not? Like they're not giving it with her reign, they're not giving her a good feud. She's not showcasing all like as far as character work. It's just all lackluster and no substance. She's not getting the promotion. She she's just she's just there. And yeah, she's getting a main event and yes, yeah, she's getting to have this dream match with Bianca, but it's like we're just not feeling it. I need her to, I need something, I need something to go in the next gear with her. I need her to, I'm not saying she should turn heel or anything. I mean, but if that can give her more I'm substance, I'm welcome it. But it's like, I, I just need her to go, I need them to let her go next level. Cause right now it's just, it's just bare minimum and just dead air for me. Like I want more. I should be wanting more out of my faith and for my faith. And that's what, my issue with her right now. That's the reason why I barely scream for her like right now. And that's part of it. Like I love her wrestling and I love her and I've been loving her. Don't think I'm changing up for Sasha because I'm still going to love Sasha. But right now I need her to do more. Like I'm always going to expect more out of my face. I'm going to expect Bailey to give me more. I'm going to expect Bianca to give me more. And especially since Sasha is champion, she should be giving me more. She should be giving me and like because I haven't been wowed by, by a Sasha segment in months. or her. The last time I've truly months. been wowed, like I've been floored by Sasha, was her promo after Bailey turned on her. Yeah, that. It's, it's that. It's the, when, you know, she came out. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was really good. That was really, but Bailey it didn't, didn't wow. It's the, the, and then the contract signing. And then the contracts now, those, it's like during the Bailey feud, that's it. Ever since then, it's just been like, she shows up for five minutes, she dances, she laughs, she's with the title. She's kind of like an afterthought, kind of as champion. I mean, I don't want to say it, but it's like, I mean, she's not getting the Oscar bad, but it's like, ugh, like, you know what more she can do. You know she's what just more there to she look can pretty to and wrestle like five-star matches. And oh no! I love her. I love her looking pretty. Bad, looking like, I mean, pretty, but I was like, I I wanted to look pretty. While exactly. All this great character work. And like, I'm just. I mean, I mean, she's there to look views. pretty, which That's is a like, plus. I want her to have um, both. She's there to laugh and like have five star and have five five star matches, basically. That's just, it. And you know the. Like the five star matches, you know her wrestling. That's exceptional. Like she just continues to show. Yeah, in ring, I still have no complaints about Sasha. But, but it's just I just feel like there's a huge disconnect right now, and it's like she's she's finally champion, but at the like at the most lackluster time of her as a character, and it's just I need more effort. I need her to show me why she's a fucking boss, like. The stuff she was right. doing in NXT, like her as a character, like 
any like I just need her to do that going to us, especially going to WrestleMania, especially if you're getting the, if she's getting the main event. I um, need her to do that for sure. But I mean, this like you know, right now how that going to the road to WrestleMania, I'm just here for the representation of it all, and I'm here for mainly Bianca, for Bianca to finally get this main event push, to finally get like just to get. To showcase why she's the EST of everything I've been saying for her, and I'm writing the audio about her now, and it's so long, like it's long. Oh yeah. But y'all gonna enjoy it. Y'all gonna love it, and y'all gonna see why I've been like everything about her. And so that's my like. I don't like the fact that they're teaming again. I don't like that. But people are like Riot Squad. I'm like Riot Squad is 0 and six. Probably gonna go 0 and seven tonight. It's not making no sense why you think they should challenge for the belts kayfabe wise. Like I love Riot Squad and I think they should definitely get the titles, but kayfabe wise, it's not making no sense. Naomi and Lana, as much as like they should have gotten the shot, they're more likely gonna get squashed. I hate, yeah. I mean, I want it to be them, but you know, more likely. I mean, they might get that moment at WrestleMania, and they're probably delaying it for WrestleMania. But there also there's always the idea that he might terrible. get squashed against Shania. So like, yeah, that's just you know, that's that's just how I feel on certain things, and you know I hate feeling this way about Sasha as a whole because I still love her. She's I'm still a fan of her, but her on SmackDown as champion lately has not hooked me in. Like, she looks great with the title. But there's barely anything for me to take exactly. within her ass champion. Exactly. Beyond her wrestling. That's really it. Be- just her wrestling. Outside of that, it's just... It's just there. <sighs> kind of there. Yeah. Like, if I came in... T- like, I've been waiting for years for, for her to finally get this reign. For her to finally get the belt and to hold it for a long time and finally able to retain and, like, break... And finally break these curses. And for her to finally get it, but it's just in the most bare, mm-hmm. minimum, lackluster way. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the like what was the point of me screaming all those times? Like, yes, yeah, she deserves it. Yes, yeah, she earned it and she should have been got it. But it's like, damn, like you you finally gonna give it to her and you're gonna do a most mediocre way of giving it to her. Or finally, or like, as champion, it's, like, weak, weak. And I don't like it. And I hate feeling this way, but it's, like, I should be able to say mm-hmm. it without the crew coming after me. No, I Because, like, they gave Bailey shitty booking. Or, like, they they, they, at, they at times when Bailey's reign, they gave her, like, the same opponent all the time. And they gave her, like, you know, they gave her Lacey and all that stuff. Like they sometimes sometimes the fuse were not hitting. But Bailey was still able, they allowed Bailey to cut these promos, these good promos, great promos, and showcase her character work. To, for her to be entertaining and funny. Compare that to Sasha. I mean, at times she's entertaining with especially with the laugh, sometimes, but it's like she's not having as as much depth with her character, especially as the boss. And, or, or and it's or like, what she call she, well just, no no my I my thing is when more. she tries to say she's the CEO. Bailey gives me more every time I see her. Like no, 
It's not even. It's like, yeah. It's not, no, that's Roman. I'm sorry. And that's not me. It's it's not it's not it's the, it's yeah it's just the way they form up the show and the way they book the at this point like. And like some of the like I, I like I, not show. all of this is on Sasha not all this is on Sasha some no, of this is on the company. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's on like part of it. I feel like might be on Sasha depending on yeah like, such like things. they but it's like they need to do something there because like at the end of the day like. But she's no, she's not a CEO. Like Roman is actually going toe to toe with fucking Adam Pierce and having him fucking scared and uh, and it's like all that stuff. Roman having Edge like the Royal Rumble winner actually picking him and threatening him and beating his fucking ass. Sasha has not done that yet, yet. Bianca. Like yes, yeah, she got the title. Yes, yeah, she says she's a she's the boss. Yes, yeah, she has suit. Snoop Dogg is her cousin, and she coming out with fancy outfits and all that stuff, and she claims she, she's rich without actually showing that she's fucking rich. But it's like, she's not the boss of SmackDown. She's not the boss of the company. Like, like you're only getting five minutes of TV time. How are you the boss in five minutes of TV time? You're not running the shit. It's Roman running the shit. I mean, yes, you could be a boss within five minutes of TV time, but it's like, you're not running the shit. You're running the SmackDown Women's Division, but you're not exactly. running the shit. But that's just how I feel. Like yes, I'm just you and, you get know, to get that again. Uh, <laughs> I swear someone on someone, whoever works for Dirty Creative is following and seeing what the fuck I'm wanting and what the fuck I've been manifesting for. Cause like me and Tony and everyone, we got the Bailey feud. We got that for yeah, the we the Bayonka agenda and all that stuff. And now I've been manifesting recently or for the last couple of months for Bianca Shayna to like have we a also, We also a got a bit. I mean, they, they also listened to me because I've been wanting to be a live match for a long time. They finally gave us that. Right, they're giving us. Right, yeah, it's like, you know, you know, like, I didn't expect this match to happen this soon, but it's like, damn, it's like, and their chemistry recently, especially at Chamber, has gotten so much fucking better. Like, just, like, you know, Phoenix was just storytelling and just a glimpse and a preview of Bianca as a face and her proving that she is going to rise to the occasion and just have these great moments and just everything about it. But it's like, they have gotten so much better with their in-ring chemistry. That I just like, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Even if it's a short match, I know they could fucking kill it. And I'm just ready for whenever they have their next, like, their next feud. Because number one, their first feud together was only a couple weeks. And then they only had one match. They have only had one match together. And I've been waiting. I've been fucking waiting. And I've been patient. I've been manifesting. And I finally get it tonight. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready for it. Even if it's so short, I'm just ready for what they bring me because it's just going to be, I'm just going to be so happy. Like, I have my complaints and all that when it comes to the road of WrestleMania, when it comes to Sasha Bianca, but I'm also just looking at the positive of everything because I can't be, like, I just, I just want the best for Bianca at the end of the day. And she deserves everything and earned everything. Mm -hmm. And she's just so great as a talent. 
and I just love it. She's inspiring me and wowing me every time I see her. She wows like me with she, something. It's it's past wrestling for you. You see Bianca like like as a person, as like just you know, she's great. Yes, she's more than just wrestling. Like she just gives everything to everything. Like whatever. She sets her mind to. She just wants to do it. She does not want to be limited on anything of the fans. And I just, that's a, like she's she's just everything, and I love it. Like she deserves the world. She deserves everything. So cool. And it's like she does, and she does, and she's gonna get it. And whether they give it to her or she's gonna take it, either way, she's getting it. Yeah. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm just glad she's even 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 with because even with the know, story, I, I cannot have, wait for their match. Like I, I like it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, like it's still like I'm still gonna be hyped for that. I'm still gonna be here for the magic they create at WrestleMania and all that stuff. And and that's just, like because you know, even with even with my not, problems I have with, like with Sasha's but, character, like, kind of like that's the bigger picture I'm looking at right now. I'm seeing Sasha and Bianca. She's still Sasha Banks. Look, she's still she's still yeah. Sasha Banks. She's still a goat. She's still the standard of women's wrestling. Like how I feel about her character yeah. right now, SmackDown does not take away her being the goat of women's wrestling yeah. for the and she ain't slowing down. years. And, and, she ain't slowing down. and it's like all that stuff. I know she can get back to the Sasha Banks. I know she can get back to Sasha of like, you know, when she was going at it with Rhonda and Becky and Charlotte and all that stuff and just NXT. I know she can get to that place. So it's like, I'm not wrong her off. But Incredible. my love for Bianca has just. It's inspiring. It's, like you said it best. It's inspiring. Her. It's just powerful. Like, like she's never dropped yeah. the ball to me. Like everything she's done. It's. It- like beyond wrestling at this point, just how uplifting and powerful she is, and just how she's gonna like how like like just it's just and you know thinking of the young I'm black like, girls that are watching Bianca right doing... now, and like like that's that's the big thing for me. Like yeah. how much with how much she's gonna do, and like how much she's gonna accomplish, it's gonna be like, it's gonna change the game for everyone. Yeah, and just you know, all the black women who paved the who paved the way for Bianca and had to go through so much shit in order for someone like Bianca to finally get. Mm -hmm. Just and you know Bianca delivering on that, and you know trying to let everyone come on for the ride, and just trying to like for all the black women and all the black little boys and girls and like she is just delivering and wants to make all of this mean more than just her it's just powerful seeing my mutuals and everyone talking to her on the cricket wildest thing and you know I didn't get one but I was like I'm fine with that because you know I got and you got to meet Bailey too like I got to talk to her before and I'm good yeah, that too. Like, I'm already grateful as it is. I appreciate that. If I get to do it next time and I sign up and I get it next time, I get that. But it's like, 
I, I'm appreciative, but I also like seeing everyone else talk to her because she's so great. She's so she does. She she just has the best energy. She has that energy you want in your life, and when someone's aspiring you, and they're so grateful and they're so humble, and you can and tell by the so locker room too because you can see all the positive everyone. energy, That's the positive her. energy she brings to them. She's so loved. She. She's so loved. Like, she's a locker room leader, especially when she was in NXT. She's such a role model. She inspires everyone. She has the best energy with anyone, everyone. You have everyone praising her. And just, you know, you have the New Day and, and Victoria and, and Belt and, and Bailey and Sasha. Like, uh, and everyone's praising her. Everyone wants her to win. Not just, yeah. you know, in just the wrestling world, but just win at life at everything just that winning she at does. Life. It's just, yeah, it's just, that's how she is. And it's like, you know, I'm just glad everyone is finally seeing, like, there's been the main ones, like the day ones for Bianca. Like, we've been there from the jump rooting for her. But also, like, just seeing everyone. And and actually, you know what, you're talking about that. How great. I got to also say that for Biggie as well, because we, I'm sure we talked about his documentary, but I cannot. It's not, here's my thing. Yes. I, 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 we, we never talked about it. We, we did. We talked about it yesterday. Okay, but okay, I just want to say this. I've always been a we Biggie fan. About We've all yes. always been Biggie fans. I am a much bigger Biggie fan. I'm an Etor fan. I, I, he's, I want to see him get everything so much. Like, and I've seen it with Becky and I've seen it with like Kyrie and Sasha. There's not many better highs than seeing good people get. Good things happening to them. Like that's what I feel with Bianca. Like seeing her get everything she deserves, it's just good to see, and it just yeah. gives you, like, you know, things are gonna be okay. Cause like, like she's not, it's just it's beyond her athleticism and how uh, yeah. charismatic she is, and all like she's all of that. But it's also how she can uplift everyone or just uplift the fans and and black and the black talent and everyone around her and how you know she just has this and it's not facade Bianca Belair on TV is is exactly who she is yeah I mean it's 10 times of who she is like Bianca Belair it's just everything Bianca Blair is everything. Everything like she is just that powerful. Yeah. And I love it. And I think that's all yeah. I can say at this point because like I don't think I can top that. Like she's that's... truly the EST of everything. And, and she's we're taking the best over. Pod- and we're the Whether best. Whether you podcast. like it or not. And we're taking over. Especially <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, especially with like, you know, there was this one podcaster who I'm not going to follow because she has all these great interviews with all these wrestlers and like people overall. Like I listened to the podcast she did with Victoria and yeah. um, like I did a, did a thread on it and how Victoria is so passionate. She's so genuine. She's so sweet. Like she's like she was so overwhelmed and no nervous about her Royal Rumble 
like appearance and like all that stuff. But then she's yeah. also praising um, Sasha and being the Victoria's so Bailey Victoria's so and sweet. Ruby and all the girls. Just praising so many girls. It's just, I'm just glad she got what? this. I'm glad she's getting the interviews. I'm glad she's getting her flowers. Everything she deserves. She's, she's a legend. She's an icon. Like, it the was best. great. And I, I, we have yes. to go. Yes. We can't go without mentioning that Twitch stream like, um, you watched. Oh yeah, like you know, um, like I'm trying to like expand my brand or just expand my mindset and just trying to see cool things out there, especially with black women and what they're doing. Like I'm not really a Twitch person, but I'm like, okay, let me see this. Like there's this one person who's on Twitch who she is a black woman and she also watches wrestling, but she's also a gaming channel, like all that stuff. And, you know, as far as I was, I tuned in and she was talking about Bailey and she was talking about Bailey being so funny and like being a troll on Dean Del Hello. And she even did the intro at one point, but then she also had this other person on there and it's like, who is also a black woman. And they were just preaching about white activism or just white people who, you know, you got your white people who are fake with the activism and only just being performative with it. And then you also got your people who... Who happen to and they be said, white, and they, they said something about like the white people that don't seek the acknowledgement are usually the ones that, like they don't seek the attention that comes with it. Like they don't seek the clout. They just they they don't do. Um, yeah, this is a really good quote. Hold on, let me find it because I actually had the. Quote. It was a really good listen. Like just, I mean, I only saw like clips uh... of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw definitely like the big, like the best, like the best clip. If, if I can find it, but yeah, they were basically saying like the ones who actually are there for you, they don't do it for clout. They actually just there and support you and listen to they um, because your they pain actually and care and and everything that you go through and all your and yes, and it's like that's what I need at this point. I need to know who's there for me as a black woman and all the shit I'm going through and who's not. Like, I need to know who's actually going to be there for me whenever I'm going through. And and they talked about, like, 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 you know, like, everyone has to appreciate, like, the good ones out there and not, you know, the ones that are just doing it for black. No, no, none of that. I'm not going to appreciate bare minimum. I'm not going to appreciate that. I want, I want, if you're white, I mean, overall, I believe in the idea yeah. that all white people are racist until they show me that they're not fucking racist. They actually have done education to better themselves and not to be on their suspect microaggression racist bullshit. To me, all white people are racist. It's just, are you doing the education upon yourself yeah. to unlearn the racist bullshit that's been put inside of you? But if you are doing the education, like some mm-hmm. people I actually exactly. know that are white, like John, and like you yourself, if you are, then, and you're there for me, if you're there for black people, there for black women, there for the black community, and yeah. like you're actually learning and all that stuff, then you're good. Yeah. You can be, I don't believe in good whites, but you're good. You're there. But if you're not, and you're only doing it for clout, and you're only doing it to look good, and you're only doing it for performance, performative and all that shit, or you're just being fucking racist overall, and you're not mm-hmm. actually like mm-hmm. if you expect me to educate you, you, you have Google. Google I'm not going to educate you. 
No, that's not how it is. But if you take it upon yourself to educate yourself and Google and do the research and all that shit, because I I I, I still gotta educate and actually do the research and like still learn all the things within the black community. I still got so why the hell would if I have to educate myself, take it upon myself to educate you? It's like and no even then, I'm gonna help you with this mouth. And it's not that I'm not helping you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, pay me, bitch. Like come on. But like still, like I ain't like, you know, there's a difference between white people who not to attend are racist and problematic versus people who happen to be white but they're good and they're uplifting and they're actually doing their research and they're actually there for you and they you and they're using their white privilege to be, to put like to help these causes and help black people and help minorities and all that stuff helping the lgbtq and all so, like all these minorities and all the people i i need, need the like we need to show that we can do that country. we are doing what we can to help like whatever we can do to either help or to just like stay educated educate ourselves and, that, and that's what I need white people to do. Like, take the, like the reason why we still got racism going till this fucking day is that the y'all white people are not doing y'all fucking job to educating and sitting down with your fellow white people who are fucking racist and who are problematic and be like, listen. Because some, some of them either, because some of them, yes, they either are racist and they are, they do have those microaggressions, or they don't have the balls to actually like confront people about it. Oh, they're, they're racist, but they don't think they are racist. They, they grew up on the bullshit, but they don't recognize it as being racist. They only recognize being racist and just saying the offensive terms or just saying the N-word. They don't think the stereotype, like, thinking that a black person has all these stereotypes or just, like, all that shit. They don't, they don't know what a microaggression is. That's how it is. Yes, exactly. They, they, think, they, think, every ra- they, they think, think they think they every racist they, talks like they, a nineteen thirty southerner. They word and stereotypes and that's. They just they think every racist is just being racist. They don't think if they don't think racist, or right. is like about how someone acts around a minority, or how they talk to that minority, or how they downplay it. They don't think it's that. It's just think. That's how it is. That's how they want to be. So it's like, I need white people. I need y'all white people, the good ones, to sit down or, with the racist ones or, and call them out on their bullshit. Or, or like, and if maybe they're not, y'all can I mean, like, or just those racist white don't people. fuck with them. Like, stay away from them. <laughs> you just say, I, if, you, if you try to educate them and they're not going to do it, you know, just That's like. Because, like, if I if I notice some people in my work and, like, there's some things they say that are, are questionable, like, I'm just like, no. Like, I mean, there are some people I'll talk to my work, but, like, there's some, like, the way they joke and shit, I'm just like, uh-uh, no. I just... Because I shouldn't have to limit my life and everything I do and just continue to stay in this house because how fucked up the world is when it comes to, like, black people and in the black community and all that stuff. I have, I shouldn't have to. Shouldn't, I shouldn't have to limit myself, but I have to in order to, like, continue to live. I shouldn't have to, but I have to. Like, I'm a black woman in Alabama. Yep, in the most fucked up state there is. And then, you know, you just recently heard the news about, you know, I mean, I'm not trans, but, like, 
you know, them like trying doing all this to like transgender people. Like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like, I shouldn't have to. Black women shouldn't have to hide and protect themselves. Like, we should be able to roam around free and like, but th- we have to limit ourselves. But overall, I'm just trying to check out everything when it comes to black people, when it comes to black women, whether it's in wrestling or just any other platform there is when the phones are entertainment and just you have a little treat. You know, just have my treat yeah. thoughts out there and just appreciate everything. There I is. do too. I do yeah, too. Yeah. So, you know, and I have a backup account. Like I made but, um, but yeah, you talk about your link tree. Um, oh awesome. Awesome. I'll check that out. I mean, it's just, you know, my cash out, my, you know, articles I'm writing about black women and anything I enjoy. Um, just the podcast, I have that in there. Um, my Bianca threads within the thread, I have that in there. Just, you know, it's just I mean, Oh, I have an announcement too. Just, just I am going stuff. to be uh, putting up stuff. a pin tweet since um says uh, today is March fifth. I have a birthday on April second, and due to every tradition, I do a big birthday Q and A, and I'm gonna give my, my followers and everyone a month. I'm gonna put up a put up the Q and A. You can put your questions down below. I'll pin it to my profile. I'll do either a tw- I don't know if I'll do a Twitter live or I'll just do a podcast where I'm answering the questions. I'll have them written out. All that stuff. So yeah, so April second, be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually don't do Q and A's, but like you know, for really like, like ah, fuck yeah. That's good. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I'll see how many questions like I can get home. within so, like next twenty five days. I'm waiting for there. that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, we. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah that's all I got really to say now. Like we talked a lot, but I'm glad we screwed up. The exactly, time. everything, every, everything. You know, we talked uh, about all the main yeah, basically everything. We got, we got all set. So, you know, everyone watching this, thank you guys. Um, well, I'm sure we'll be seeing the thread soon. Yeah. You know, Nikki, shout shout out to you, uh, the Bay Legend. She's she's awesome. All, all those uh, people listening, listen. you know, keep definitely you know, supporting us. You know, thank you guys so much. People who actually put us over and why and say that we're a good podcast. Like, you know, thank you guys too. Um, <laughs> I mean, she's great. I mean, she's I mean, great, yes. I mean, I'm widely opinionated and I can go off the wheel sometimes and just get all over a talent. But like, you know, still, I just have things I, I appreciate in the world and in, in the world of wrestling and all that stuff. And you know, now I'm gonna like you know expand my brand, expand my horizons when it comes to you know all these other talents. I'm keeping my eye on and you know write about them and do threads about them and like follow them and all that stuff. Like I'm now following like a Joshi channel that has these women's matches on there, or just you know like just see all that stuff like and all that stuff. So I'm just I'm just here for Fingers it all. Crossed. And Fingers just, crossed. You know Bianca and Sasha potentially main eventing and all that stuff like. Yes, yes. So, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Um, hopefully, y'all enjoy this. If y'all, dry don't, if y'all don't like certain opinions of mine, uh, you don't agree with them, then I don't know what's. I yeah. do. Yeah. 
especially if you don't have an air fryer and all that. Like, get an air fryer at least. Yeah, you like, need that air fryer. Like, if you want to debate with me on the opinion, I hope you have an air fryer. I mean, it don't matter in my opinion. <laughs> it's like it's I like mean, wearing it, it, it's like wearing it's like wearing glasses to know that you're smart. I can actually value you <laughs> if you have an air fryer. I have an I have an air fryer. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Don looks smart. Don looks stupid. <laughs> And that was And that was karaoke with uh Petty as You're welcome. Glasses, glasses. Glasses, though, because I wear glasses. I think we can end it on that. So you know. Hope y'all y'all enjoy all that stuff. Go check out my J article and all that stuff. It's in my um, 